No worrying mouth. 30 is not the new 40. 40 is 40. 30 is 30. 20 is 20. 40 is definitely 40. Uh, I keep telling everybody laughing. I, every day you, you wake up, it's a, you never know what the body's going to do. Close you get to 40. That's another Rockefeller thing y'all tried. But 30 is the new 30 40. is the new 20. That's what's up. <laughs> How that hook went? I mean, when you get when you know what it is, when you get money like that, you don't even you don't even keep counting your birthdays anymore. No, it doesn't matter. And every day is like it's like whatever, man. I'm doing whatever I want to do. So in that case, thirty. And when you're rich, like who gives a fuck? You nobody probably got cares. good health insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody gives a yeah. fuck. Like you probably still feel like you're twenty. Thirty's the new Medicare. That's what's up. Exactly. Like, you're fine. Exactly. How was your weekend? It was cool. It was like yeah. I think what did I do this weekend? I don't even remember what I did this weekend. You got you got the guns out. You had the guns out. You got the tat session. So you yeah. with the guns out. Well, I have a lot of tattoos. <laughs> Me getting a tattoo is not like a highlight of a. It is, man. I have this entire part of my body. We tattooed. don't. We don't do shit anymore. So when you get a tattoo, when you sit that's, down that's at, a, at a tattoo shop for like five <laughs> like, hours, that's well, a my thing. man, my man, killing it. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing now. You when you go get a new tat, like you got to show it off. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess it's it's not even close to done. So I'm not I'm not gonna show. You gonna it sleeve off. the whole the whole right arm too? Of course. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I want to. I definitely want to grow to be a dirtbag. Like I want to look as shitty as possible. I never, uh, see, I never got a tat because I knew, like, my OCD, I wouldn't want to see any more of my just skin plain anymore. Yeah, I got tattoos really early. I, tattoos are amazing. I never advocate against tattoos. For my children, I'm cool with y'all getting tattoos if you're listening to this 20 years from now. Mm-hmm. Just don't get them early because I have shitty tattoos. But like, I have tattoos that I don't regret, but it's like, right. dog, if I would have just waited yeah, yeah. just a, would, little, yeah, a yeah. little bit longer. More experiences. Yeah, and then I have, like... I have tattoos the way like chicks get bad surgery. Like they'll go back to Columbia and try to fix it. And it's mm-hmm. like, your ass looks even weirder now. Yeah. I did that with this tattoo that I hate. Mm-hmm. They tried to fix it. It looks even shittier now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a definitely an age limit too. Like I can't, I can't get a tat now. Like that window Nah, that's not true. I can't get my first tat at 39. Yeah, I would actually judge you. Hell no. <laughs> you know how many do? Shout out to my man, Steve, man. That's the best tattoo artist in the world. Steve, he, he's, he's dying to tat me. And I just, I'm like, bro, I'm too old, man. I can't get my first tattoo. You, you wouldn't get New Rory and Maul tattooed on you? You wouldn't get my name on you, bro? <laughs> no. I definitely. <laughs> yo, what if I was to just but show up with brand. The, Yo, what if I was to just show up with the Rory and Maul stamp I w- on I me? I would give you a promo code for tattoo removal. That would be, be like, yo, just yeah, put New Maul. Yeah, just put that's, New Maul. That's, 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 that's disgusting. Don't get my name tattooed. Don't put my red beard on yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, I, I'm past that window. That window's closed. I've accepted it. But in the same token, which I think I've said this before, I don't trust people that have like, all their tattoos are immaculate. Because to me, you got them way later in life. And I can't yeah. really trust you because that's kind of fucking weird. Why do you have all immaculate tattoos? Yeah. That tells me like you were pussy growing up and like yeah. you wanted to get them. You wanted to make sure you didn't way, make no like, mistakes. Uh, yeah, like nah, fam. I don't yeah. want to see that beautiful sleeve. Like where's the where's the, where's the Japanese Bro, letters at? Yes. Yeah. Show me the Chinese emblem that you yeah. actually know what that shit means. Exactly. Mean. Where's your last name at? Come on, exactly. give me the last name. Show me some panther, some from footprints, paw prints. Yeah. Show me give, that. Give, give me the death before dishonor tattoo. Yeah, yeah, I need loyalty. that one. <laughs> I need loyalty somewhere. Yeah, show me determination <laughs> somewhere on your body. Like then I know you started early. Yeah, I need ambition on your chest. Where's that at? Well, that's good though. You almost finished with your right arm. You st- or at least you started. Yeah, I just started. No, I'm, I got a, a lot, lot more to do. Yes, shout out to Grin. Grin shout Styles. Grin, Grin, Grin is doing great. Grin's back up in the Bronx. Yeah, shout out to Grin. Yeah, I went. Um, I didn't really do much. I went out uh, Saturday. I okay. went out, um, was in the city a little bit, hanging out, just, mm. just trying to see what's going on, see what new new spots are popping up here and there. It was nice. Well, it was nice for most of the day, then it kind of rained a little bit. Um, but that was it, man. I didn't really do too much this weekend. Didn't, didn't see anything while you were out? Um, 
It was a, it was a few. Uh, New York is back. New York looks like it's oh, yeah. it's it's up and running. Um, the masks are kind of fading away. I'm seeing less and less people with mask masks. I've not seen a mask yet. Yeah, I'm seeing less and less week. people with masks. Um, so that's a good thing. Uh, but yeah, the city is back, man. Traffic like uh, traffic is 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 all the way back, and now you got to leave your house. If it was 30, 45 minutes, it's an hour and fifteen now. I did. Uh, I don't think it was over the weekend. I did go out. I went to a release party. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> That's so nasty. I did. No, those are my people. I went to, um, shout out to Boss. Boss, Cole, and Lil TJ put out the okay. record. Uh, yeah. The Jackie, which for white people, the Interboro Parkway. If yes. you're unfamiliar yes. with what the Jackie Robinson yes. is, yes. used to be the Interboro Parkway, yeah. as my mother would refer to it. Right, right. I'm not calling it the Jackie. The Jackie, no. <laughs> Great yeah. fucking writer. I went to that, though, but it was nice for people that are familiar with meatpacking. You. I didn't think that went through. It's okay. I'm sorry. That's I didn't think that went through. For, man. I, I didn't think you, that went through. I got you. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. The Meatpacking District. Yes. Which also is a pause. Yes, it is. I don't care where it is located. It's still a pause. Yeah. Can we get some things off the pause list, though? Because anytime anyone asks where you're at, you say meatpacking when you're there. You say, you're supposed to say pause first, though. That's, just make it one word. Pause. Meatpacking District. See? I was on Gansevoort. Yeah, yeah, there, there you go. I'm on Gansevoort. I'm on West 11th. Whatever you want to call West it. West 11th. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, for those that don't know, it's all like this cobblestone gravel shit. I love it down there, and it, it made me um it made me appreciate women my age, because because mm-hmm. I did see all like the younger girls coming out in heels, which is appreciated. Mm-hmm. You know, heels are back. It was sneakers for a while. Yeah, they can't walk on that shit. <laughs> cobblestone, no, it's hard to walk. <laughs> but on you remember all the girls that you knew they was OGs of pause the meatpacking district. Yeah, and I don't think I need to pause across. when I say those girls. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah, yeah. no. Oh, geez, that. Yeah, yeah. They could do. They could run a hundred meter dash yeah. down that cobblestone yeah. in heels. They got to get these their, chicks were stumbling before they walked in. They weren't drunk yet. Yeah, they got to get they stumbling uh, everywhere. They city legs back. They whole legs back. Yeah, they got to get their whole legs back. You know, you know, they start walking and running the cobblestone, trying to get to the door before the, the, the uh, promoter says, "I'm going back inside." But I see. I don't know if they was they were raised this generation. I'm talking like 23, 24 year old women. I don't know if they were raised in the heel era. Because hmm. they're from the sneakerhead era where chicks started to become sneakerheads. Like, even the trendy go-out chicks are sneakerheads. Well, that type of release party would, would definitely be the sneakerhead. It was. Yeah. But you know that whole block is a bunch of clubs. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, not everyone was going there. Mm-hmm. You just watched the cobblestone massacre of mm-hmm. women trying to walk down that entire thing. Yeah. I just don't think these chicks are, are, are heel ready. I don't think it's their era. Yeah, they got to they gotta get their, their, their city legs back. They got to know how to uh, remember how to run in hills, how to walk on cobblestone and... Uh, the sidewalk grates, you know, the mm. grates on the sidewalk. You got to remember how to walk on those. Um, but yeah, how was the party the overall? How was it? Oh, it was cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, regular Nice shit. crowd. Regular, regular shit. Yeah, I was going to come out, but it started storming. And then it was like, you know, I was like, you know, after it rained, I was like, do I want to go downtown? I get it. I passed I on it. it. When was the last time you like talked to like a 24 year old? Uh, I'm not saying like in a... a Sexual way, or just just like just, just had like a, a cool conversation, conversation where like random things could come up. Maybe at at a dinner with a bunch of people, like just where there was twenty four year olds around. It's been a while. It's been a while. Okay, so I did that, mm-hmm. and like I don't know how baby pictures got brought up. I think someone maybe posted a baby picture on their IG story. So everyone just started whipping out their baby pictures. Mm-hmm. It just became one of those things at at dinner, mm-hmm. and I was thrown off because. 24 year old chicks baby pictures mm-hmm. are in HD oh. 
Yeah, they don't Yo, know about the early me 80s. The fuck off. I was all like, the red, oh dark my pictures. God. Yeah, yeah. This is from 2002. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> this a was thing. from a legitimate. It's, it's a thing, bro. Yeah. Like, that's how much no, the world is changing. No, it threw me. I was like, oh, is that like your little sister? No, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's scary. It's scary no, when no. you think about it. Because, of course, all these women are of age. And I'm 31, so it's not weird to be around a 24-year-old. It's mm -hmm. not my ideal situation in right. age, whatever. Right. You know, it's subjective. People could be mature. I don't want to argue with y'all on age. Mm -hmm. It just really put things in perspective. And not just, I'm not that old. No. But my baby pictures are, yeah, you, they you look like. The tail like end. You like the tail end. You, you were born in 90? 90. 90, yeah. 90. So, yeah, you like the tail end of the, of the, uh, the film. Yeah, like, like you had to go get it developed. Went digital. Yeah, yes, and like yes. throwaway cameras. Yeah, and shit. now everything is digital. Uh, everybody has great skin in their baby pictures. Yeah, and their, their, their toddler pictures. It was fucking terrifying. Yeah, I have some. Um, I have some pictures. I don't even. My mom had to point out that it was me. That's how dark the pictures are. She's like, "No, that's you." I was like, "That's me." Like I didn't even know. I was like, "Okay." Like the pictures yeah. are so red and brown, and it's just like <laughs> this was eighty three. You know what I'm saying? I was two years old, so it's like this is like this is real film, right? Camera here. technology went crazy. I feel like in the late nineties, like yeah. faster than because honestly, when I went to uh, my grandmother's funeral, obviously people had like old pictures and shit. Mm -hmm. My pops' pictures look the same as my baby pictures. Right? There was a couple where I, it looked like me. I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, that must be me." Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They were the exact same grain. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely now everything is digital. Like even a lot of these Me kids, between a twenty-four year old and a thirty-one year old, was fucking drastically different. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 also you know you start to talk even about just culture and music. You realize like a lot of these you know these younger cats that's moving around now, like twenty-four, twenty-five. It's like oh, you don't even you can't even you don't even remember what it was like when certain like classic records came out. No, like some but, of these kids, they don't even remember when Benjamins came out. But I here's the thing. I remember, but I don't re remember, remember. Yeah, you wasn't, but well, you wasn't outside. You wasn't yeah, partying like, like that. Of course, I remember that record yeah. on the radio yeah. and was singing it. Yeah. But I yeah. was, my mom was driving me to right. school right. and making sure I got in safely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 we're getting old, man. I guess. We're getting old. I enjoy the aging process. Oh, I Everyone love it. should just age. I love just it. Every time it, I told somebody happen. my age, they think I'm lying. Well, yeah, you look younger than Yeah, they're like, no way. I'm like, yeah, man, it is what it is. My knees, my knees, when I wake up in the morning, they'll tell you everything. You'll hear him cracking a mile yeah. away. Well, he just asked, he thought I was uh, younger than 30, so I appreciated that. So my skincare is working to some degree. Yeah. I don't know if this light this lighting today, I just got a haircut. I look extra bald today. Yeah, you that's, got your good one against the green. Listen, man. Yeah. That's, that's the, the, listen, the, that's the, the corners classic. are starting to go. Because listen, you ready to party, you ready to this go to is, a meeting with that cut. You can do anything with that cut. You can go this, to brunch. And this is the cut that disguises balding. Like, if you yeah. get the good barber that's balded before, mm -hmm. he knows where to taper the sides yeah. so it's alright but you're not that's just, this is what I understand about you you're not balding like I when know, you let your I hair grow during the quarantine the it was like oh I met her it was like yo bro you got a full hairline you have like a full head of hair I just I don't know man you just have your look and you just used to a certain aesthetic like I get it yeah I the it. shaved head beard tattooed dirtbag look good old American boy yeah <laughs> Yo, I got don't run, man. Yeah, yeah, man. The colors that Listen, don't run, man. man. Eagles and Budweiser. What you want from me? Oh man, Fourth of July just happened. I'm That's a patriot, hilarious, man. I did want to know uh, what would you do in the situation if a woman asked you to live in the moment? If she asked, if she told me live in the moment, yeah, you were you were laying down with her and she just whispered, "Live in the moment." I would, we were already laying down. Mm -hmm. Oh, so I'm probably already naked. Um, 
That's the only time you've laid down with a woman? No, but I'm just saying, if I'm laying down with a woman, we're laying down, then nine times out of ten, I'm... Draws, draws at minimum. Yeah, you don't want your maybe outside some clothes underwear. to mess up yeah, the sheets. Yeah, no, yeah, we never have outside clothes on, on the bed. But, um, living the moment, um, yeah. I've said that during bathroom sex. Living the moment? No. Don't have your outside clothes on here. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, no outside clothes in here. In the bathroom? Yeah. A I like pub- it. No, public bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, at the spot. <laughs> Yeah, like, no, you got to, in here, no, you got to take all of this off. Uh, Living the moment, I don't know, probably start uh, kissing and, you know, I think as you get older, I think kissing is like, that's like one of those things when you get older, like you look forward to kissing, I think. Don't do that. Because you have clowned me for years about my love for just making out. No, but you, no, it's different with white boys. Y'all make out like as soon as you meet a girl. True. Like, y'all be in the spot and just be like, I'm like, how long have you known each other after watching y'all well, kiss? And you like, no, we just met. That's how you get to know them. Through kissing. Listen, I'm not about to learn everything about you. I don't even want to know your favorite color if I don't know if you can kiss. Okay. Bad kissers, like, that. really turn me off. Like, you, yeah, can, have, but, you yeah, can have fire yeah. pussy, and if you yeah. can't kiss, yeah, that's a turn like, off. it really bothers that's me. That's a turn off, yeah. Because especially, talking about aging, and my knees are just shot at this point, missionary is, like, a big part of my life. Yes, and face to face, I like to make out. Mm-hmm. So before I know your favorite color, like we got to figure out, do we have kissing chemistry? Right. And I, I only brag this way because the only thing I'm good at is kissing. So that's that's why <laughs> I shine. That's, that's why I shine. Like they, they your, think it's about to go yeah, crazy. Yeah, and then it's kissing. like, oh, all right, well, like, he's okay, just good well, at making out. Yeah, he's, he's, he's good at kissing. <laughs> but no, if you're good at kissing, I think that that, that usually says a lot. That says because I, I, I never understand how, I, I definitely don't understand how women don't know how to kiss. Like, I, think, I don't understand that. I've always debated this and lost the debate every time I've had it. I think kissing is more intimate than sex. I see. I understand. I understand. But. Meanwhile, I was also the advocate of kissing strangers and not fucking them. Yeah. <laughs> so see, I'm, that's why. I'm all fucked up. Kissing is intimate, though. Kissing is very intimate. Like, I think it's crazy if you're having protected sex and you're like doing missionary and you're kissing her in the mouth. It's like, fam, y'all, this is way too I, intimate and like intense. Like, That's why I always clown you condom users. I'm joking. Safe sex. That's yeah. why I clown you condom users where like, sure to be like, oh no, nah, I gave him head and then I made him put a condom on. I'm like, so your mouth is STD proof, but you, never mind. Forget it. It's cool. Well, well, it's, well, cool. No, it's cool. It's cool. cool. But we had this talk before. The condoms are more so, yes, it's for STDs, but the condoms really are for pregnancy. Like to prevent pregnancy because we had this talk before. You you wouldn't have sex with a woman if she had an STD if you knew that and still no, put on a condom. Not. This is what I'm saying. So you wouldn't do it even if you had a condom. Like you wouldn't take that gamble if she said, "Listen, yeah, I have an STD." The possibility you, of her getting pregnant, take the risk even with a condom. If you get a girl pregnant with a condom on, fam, it's just time. Like God was just like, I agree with you. We just about to have this, and this is what it is. <laughs> Like imagine, imagine you wear a condom with a woman, and I know a woman that got s- pregnant when she was on Plan B. I'm not Plan B. I'm sorry, birth control. Really? Swear to God, yeah. Mm-hmm. In high school. Wow. I don't know why a chick was already on birth control in the mid 2000s, but hey. In high school? Yeah. Yeah, that's a little. Uh, I don't think I knew any girls. In I just high think maybe she was reading the directions wrong. That was my theory. I was like, All right, maybe you, she just missed like missed the day. Yeah, maybe. You know, she didn't know her days of the week <laughs> and took a Thursday pill on a Saturday. That's rough. If you're if a girl tells you she's pregnant and she's on the preg on 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 pills, 
like on birth control? I just got to imagine her father, like, because men were stupid, especially in the mid 2000s on like women and what their needs are. Like we think birth control is all about like you must be fucking mm-hmm. and you don't want to use a condom. You want to get pregnant, but it has right. a lot to do with their periods and all that type right. of shit. It's, it's a health thing. Right. Which, you know, is now men were deciding to try to understand women mm-hmm. finally in 2021. <laughs> we're so, finally trying to break. So I could just imagine that father, like having to agree for his daughter to get on birth control at 15, 16. Right. And then she still come back pregnant. <laughs> That's tough. I am going down as to the a, clinic. As a, as a parent, what do you do, though, in that situation? If your your daughter comes home at 15, 16 and tells you she's pregnant. I, I wouldn't even know how to answer that. I'd, I'd feel stupid answering that because I don't but know. But you do want kids. Of course. So, I mean, just hypothetically, if your daughter comes in and says, Dad, you know, want to talk to you about something? Um, I would lean on the abortion side. But I know that's also a traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is a controversial statement. I don't know if a 15 year old can make that decision on her own. When she, and, and if she, I expect to be a very present father. Absolutely. So it's not like, right. you know, she has guidance in these types of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that would be the number one thing. Right. But, you know, I wouldn't shame her for it. I just would no, have no, that no, real no. conversation. Yeah, you have to with support her and, and then let her know. Look at both sides of it. Yeah. But I, I would think, you know, that may be the better decision depending on what is going on in the gentleman's life mm-hmm. and everything among that. And yeah, like once, once I have kids, I don't know if I want to have grandkids right away. <laughs> I'm just trying to get these little Yo, fucks through school. Yeah. Like I, 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 I sit throw, back and think about that fucking grandkid on me. Yeah. I sit back and think about that sometimes. Like I can't even see me being a grandfather. Like I can't even see it. Yeah. I got to hurry up just because I want my mom to be as active as she wants to be as a grandparent, like mm-hmm. with age. And I mm-hmm. also want to be able to like dump my children off to my mom very and consistently. Yeah, like I want to use that crutch. Turn up. I know parents don't admit that, but I watch it. I see it. I'm not a parent. I still see it. it. Grandparents Fair. love it. You drop your kids off at your grandparents. Yeah. So you go do your shit. I'm not mad at you. It. Just admit it. Yeah. Grand- grandparents love it. As much as they say they, they don't and they hate it and they still want to have time. They love when you bring their grandkids over and, uh, so the grandkids yeah like, being at your grandparents house like, was always yeah, the like, shit yeah like our parents gotta stop it you love your grandkids you want you want them all the time cut it yeah. down but no why I asked you that live in the moment question to go back quickly I've, I'm just tired of women like finding out our tricks and using them against us our tricks I've definitely used the live in the moment line I've definitely used the <laughs> I, f- I feel like we've known each other forever line like yeah women are now using these lines against us absolutely and it's working on us like Absolutely. we're we're eating it up more than they ate it up. Listen, like we we really we believe a lot of shit. We men. just men are very simple. We just once we feel like the woman likes us, whatever she says that's like giving us a compliment, we're like, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just this is what it is with me. This is and what then, you get. And then you're a man, so you're supposed to have this false confidence and portray it. And you're like, yeah, of course. I mean, of course, it's me. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what <laughs> like, I'm saying. Why wouldn't like, she yo, think that? Yeah, like, why wouldn't you like me? Like, yeah, we just need to know that the woman likes us. I just I'm starting to realize. At 31, it took me this long. Men are the most naive out of the genders. We believe anything. Mm-hmm. We're easily tricked. Absolutely. It only takes a sentence for us to agree. Absolutely. Yeah, like we're, like, we're terrible. Men are, we're very simple. Like we just want to know the basics. We'll figure everything else out on the way. Uh-huh. But just give us the basics. Oh, you like me? Oh, you want to spend time with me? Great. Everything else we're going to fuck up, but we'll learn along the way. Yeah, and we're easily 
manipulated in the sense that we're so simple. Like it only takes uh yeah, I just want to be with you. I'm not talking to nobody else. And we like and we and we right. believe it. And we believe it. That's why I think men get heartbroken so easily. Oh, we get we're the worst when it comes to heartbreak. Yeah. I think that's because we believe a lot of the shit that women tell us and we just fall right into the like we just eat it up. Men men kind of never really fall out of love. Mhm. Women certainly do. That's why when I was saying uh how many episodes ago that women aren't liars, they just don't finish their sentences. Like where women will say, I love you. And they just forget the end of the sentence until you do this fuck shit. And then I will no longer love you. Mm -hmm. Men on the other hand, will always love you. will resent you and hate you and pretend like we're okay forever. But we will always still love you no matter what women I think can really get over shit. I don't think men get over shit. I think women really do get over shit. Okay. So let me ask you this question. Do you think that, do you think that men cheat more than women or do we just get caught more than women? Uh, I think men probably cheat more than women. Yeah, men probably cheat more than women. Though they do say 50% of relationships cheat. So somehow with that math, if we're going with men and women, 100% of relationships would cheat if that's the case. But <laughs> that's what I'm asking. I think, what was the second part? Because I do think men. Do men cheat more than women or do we just get caught cheating more than women do? Because no, women that's are That's another good point. Women are great at cheating. Yeah. Like I've, I've, great at cheating. It's almost scary how good they are at cheating. Oh, no. I, I, which I'm not proud of. I have slept with a woman that, that had a man mm-hmm. and Shorty was like a fucking Navy SEAL. Yeah. I was like, yo, it's not that serious. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, she yeah. was covering her tracks like no other and, ma- and making me an accomplice in yeah. it. Like before like, you know it, now you on a covert like, fam, mission. Well, hold on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Now I'm an accessory after the fact. Absolutely. Did you murder somebody? A- absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> but to me, like, all right, does that make it worse? Or does that make it better? That women cheat better? Yeah, like if you're going on these covert missions and you're like really going nuts in covering your tracks and going through all these steps to make sure you're not caught, is that not worse? Because you had you had to really plot this shit out. Yeah. Like when men cheat, and granted, men have gone out purposely to cheat. Don't get it mm-hmm. twisted. Mm-hmm. But it's in a really dumb way. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, I'm going to go cheat. And if I can't cheat, then I'm not going to cheat. Like, Mm-hmm. It's mad simple. Mm-hmm. What, like that map out plan. Yeah. You had to like sit with your homegirls like you're on your zero dark 30 about to go kill bin Laden mm-hmm. type of shit. Mm-hmm. You could have stopped a lot of times. Right. Right. <laughs> the man brain is just like, well, I guess I could go cheat. Yeah. Oh, wait, I can't beat. All right, I'll go home. Like, I think that's there's why not I... much ways to, to stop cheating in a man's way of cheating. It's either I'm gonna go beat or I'm not. I think that's why men are so hurt when their woman cheats. Oh yeah, because it takes it takes more. Yeah, and I think just knowing that another dude was like smashing your queen, it just it just stings a little more. Oh, it stings a lot. Yeah, it just stings. It's like ah, uh, it stings. Like what I think what us women kind of expected, we're more you know just attractive to physical things, and whereas men, we feel like a woman is more attracted to things deeper than just physical. So now it's like okay, oh, yeah. so this dude tapped into your mm-hmm. mental. He's like you know what I mean because cheating is not just physical. Oh, mental cheating is way worse to me than, than yeah. Physical. Like if you if you find out your girl is like having like you know FaceTime and text like mm-hmm. like long text histories with other men and like really talking to them and mm-hmm. that shit is like okay, who yeah. am I? Who is who is this woman? Like I don't even know her anymore. Like 
You know what I'm saying? And then that pulls up the like, if you get caught cheating, it's like, man, she she knew who she was. Her partner, she knew who I was when she met me. Right. Like, right. she knew who I was. She met me this way. Right. And then you start thinking, like, damn, how did I meet her? Yeah. How long has she been doing this? <laughs> it's, yeah. She seems so nice. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, do men cheat more or do we just get caught more? Well, that's why when you when you date the quote unquote more promiscuous women, it doesn't sting as much. Because mm-hmm. you expect it. Not expect it. You're just like, all right, I mean, charge it to the game. Mm-hmm. Like that's they're around. They have right. the resources. They know where to go right. when they need to do these things. It'd be the ones that like threw you for a loop. Like mm-hmm. you don't go outside. How did you where did you find <laughs> where did you have time? Where for did you find the cheat? Yeah, yeah. Would you uh would you stay with your girl if she if you if you caught her cheating on you? Uh that's subjective. I don't know. I've I've been kind of an advocate of saying that's not a deal breaker for me. It's a, how, how you cheat is big to me. It's a deal breaker for me only because I feel like if you, if you're with somebody and they cheat on you and you take them back after they cheat on you, I think it sends a message that there's nothing that this person can do that would cause them to lose you. Like if hmm. you take your girl back after she's laid down with another man in her brain, she's like, oh, he's never going to leave me. Like what else can I, there's uh, nothing worse than this. I guess I just put things higher on a relationship than sex of course like that's not the number one way you could betray me i suppose really which which i guess is maybe weird yeah i was about to say what's the so what is what is higher betrayal than having sex with another man from your from your from your woman um hmm how do i word this correctly if she's caught having dinner with the ops Where her, in the the house, where her in the ops go to dinner? Yo, you walk, you walk in the spot and see your girl sitting down with the ops. That shit hurt more. <laughs> Yo, you, you can't say it hurt more when your girl wife you have dinner with the ops, oh my bro. God, like did she ops, get an appetizer too? Yeah, like you she was there be, to stay. Yeah, like you, oh, you hanging with the ops? Like you know I don't fuck with this dude. You got burrata with the ops? Yeah, yeah, nah, nah. You nah. guys open the cheese together? That, yeah, that might be worse. That might be worse. That might be worse. Your girl on a date with the ops might be worse. That might be worse. What makes an op, man? <laughs> I don't we know, just man. use that word. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what an op is, man. I just it's the word now. I've been called an op, and I'm like, fam, we're not ops. Fam, I don't even go outside. I can't, <laughs> I can't be nobody's op. Like, I don't even I go. I don't anywhere. really care. Yeah, I don't go. I'm, I can't be your op, bro. Uh, but no, I think uh, to answer your actual serious question, I think checking out of a relationship, which eventually leads to cheating without any words being said about it is a bit more of a betrayal. And that goes back to that communication conversation we're having where it is very difficult to talk to your partner about major things where it's like, hey, I don't think I'm really present here anymore. Mm. I think presence in relationships, I don't even mean in the physical form, that can be much more of a betrayal than sleeping with somebody because that betrayal happens and then the cheating typically happens. So if you don't voice that, that's Mm kind of more of a, which I've done before. Yeah. So I'm not in no way saying like, how could women do this? Like I've done that as well. That to me is more of a betrayal because that's where all this shit kind of trickles down to when you start fucking eating mozzarella sticks with the ops. You start fucking dudes like that comes from Mm -hmm. checking out and not being present in a relationship or being there for somebody in, you know, an emotional type of way. That was one of the reasons why, uh, you know, when people we we talk and people like, yo, I haven't had a girl in forever. But that was that's one of the reasons why I don't like commit to one woman. Mm -hmm or I haven't in a while is because, you know, I'm honest with myself. I'm like, let's be honest here. Like I'm not ready to just be with one woman. I'm not ready to just, you know, settle down. And before I be a piece of shit, 
or be, you know what I'm saying, like just lie to a woman. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just be like, listen, we're friends. We're having fun. We're enjoying each other. This is nothing too serious. It's always respect. You know, it's always a certain level of respect that I, I, I try to keep with all women that I date. Can I ask you a question there, though? Absolutely. To, to, to cut you off purposely? Mm-hmm. What, to make it fair to say that, to be self-aware in that place, what do you think would make you ready? And make, what makes you think you would be ready when the right woman comes? I don't know if it's any particular thing that I could say would make me ready. I just think that when you meet somebody and you kind of just click and vibe with them, you get to a point where you, you're like, yo, I don't ever want to do anything to hurt this person because I fuck with them on that level. Like, you're, you're, to me, your girl should be like your homie, your best friend. Like, you wouldn't want to do anything to betray your homie. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do anything to betray your best friend. Um, so when you when you get to that point with a woman and it's like it would hurt me to like know that I did something to betray her, her okay. trust. And, and I was I was I was disloyal to her. I think once you get to that point with a woman, I think you just know like this is my this is my partner. This is who I want to be with. But you. Do you think it takes a while to get to that point? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think you people don't we don't spend enough time getting to know. Like we just said, you don't even sometimes you don't even know your partner like. It's a lot of things you don't know. People, I think people are just afraid of being alone. The thought of being alone, I think people are afraid Agreed. of. I think people are afraid of, uh, you know, feeling like they missed out on something. Like I, to me, I'm. It's better to be single and alone than to sell a, a lie and a dream to um somebody and have them thinking that, oh, this is what we own. This is we're a couple. You know, it's just us. And then they turn around and find out like you're a piece of shit. You've been fucking everybody. Like, to me, it's like, yo, why are you doing that? Why not just be single? I guess my question in that is when you're saying you're leading, when you start talking to a woman, you're saying, hey, I'm not ready to have a relationship. I'm, you know, out here not really on the commitment thing. I'll always be honest with you. We could do this and we do that. If you're leading with that, you're not really allowing the space to really get to know them to see if they'll be the homie partner or anything. Because your mentality going in is, well, this is going to last for as much fun as I can have. And then I'm going to be out. No, but that's what I said. You can you can go into it, you know, like you meet a woman and you you know, like I'm not really looking for anything serious right now. But then sometimes shit happens. You hanging out, you like, damn, like shorty. It's the best cool. relationships. That's what I'm saying. Like she's cool. By like we've done seen each other four times this week, hung out. Mm-hmm. Like and then you look up and you feel like, damn, this is like now this is a real friend. Like I know everything she you, she's talking about prior relationships and you know whatever business goals and life goals and y'all start you know just forming this chemistry and this bond and then you look up and you like yo this is my you know what i'm saying like this is my this is my my my, my homie this is my girl do you think you're scared of taking risks for Am both I, parties to not hurt her and hurt yourself no i'm not afraid to take risks i'm just i'm just honest like i i know it like right now like I'm not stable enough. I don't sit down long enough. Like mm. I'm moving around. I'm out of town, in town. Like it's it's a lot of shit going on. Just but that, but be that could never change though. So you kind of I don't want to say have to adapt to your lifestyle. She has to adapt to your lifestyle and vice versa. But mm-hmm. you do have to take that risk of the fear of yo. I fuck with this person, but it may not be the right time. But let me still move forward. With this that went back to our our wasting time conversation. We we're doing that lyrical breakdown. Like mm-hmm. you gotta go out and risk and fail. And on top of that, sure. that's how you're really going to know if that's really your homie, if that's really the person that you're going to be with because you're going to have to fail with them. For sure. So Absolutely. I, maybe, and I, I was never a serial dater by any means, but I did take risks and fail. And that's probably why I've known the much, 
as much as I have in dating mm-hmm. and getting to know someone because I know myself better. And I'd like that's why I like women that have a past to some degree. Like mm-hmm. they know themselves better. They know how they're going to react to things. Mm-hmm. They know how to weather the storm through shit because right. they've done it already. Right. I feel like that that mentality sometimes for people that say like it's a noble place. Like, dog, I'm not trying to go out. If I know I'm going to be out trying to see other women or, or be on the road or whatever, I'm not going to sit down and tell a girl that we're in a relationship. That's noble. But mm-hmm. you still do have to take the risk because what if you being on tour for the rest of your life is how you eat? You're right. going to have to know how no, to but move you, with you, a woman too. Absolutely. But you get to that point where you're just like, that's over with. Like, I don't even want to, I don't care about ever being, you know, like that with another woman. I don't, like, you just know when you're at that point, like, nah, I'm cool, man. No, nah, listen, drug addicts don't get over drugs. They just learn how to deal without doing drugs. <laughs> like, you compare, <laughs> all right, so you just compare, like, being in a relationship to, like, no, the opposite. being on drugs? Okay. Being single and just going out and seeing women in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's the drug. Okay. And you can get addicted to that and you can't, for a lot of men, a lot of men, we have to be honest, that is somewhat of a drug and an addiction that you may not just wake up one day and be like, yo, I'm over this. Like, right. A lot of times you just have to learn to not do it anymore. Like oh, it's, sure. it's really, that's really for what sure. it is. Oh no, for sure. But that's, that's been a thing for me. Like I haven't been like when you can't, again, you can't, you can't just be out here just trying to just like jump on anything. Oh no, that's nasty. That's nasty. And that's yeah, not like what I'm I've, talking about. I've never, that's about that reckless type of yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more so saying like, you know, you just know when you meet a woman and you like, damn, like she's dope. You know what I'm saying? But I know she ain't with none of the fuck shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you might know you still got a little fuck shit left in the tank. And you like, yo, let me not but even, again, I'm not even, because I fuck with her, I'm not even wasting her time. Like, let me just leave her alone. But that's like the rehab where it's like, yeah, I can't be on my drug addiction shit here, but it doesn't mean I'm still not fiending for drugs. Right, for sure. So it's something you have to learn to do. Yeah, 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 absolutely. In, in no way am I saying men are out here just fucking everything that walks. Mm-hmm. But I do think men, especially in certain industries or in certain environments, let me not even say that, because the dude at McDonald's wants to live this way and may live this way too in his own hood. Absolutely. You kind of have to just adapt to getting out of that if you want a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's in no way you're going to wake up one day and just be like, yo, I'm over. Yo, I fucked. Oh, I, I hit my thousand bitch. Yeah, it's I'm, over. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't work that yeah, it way. It doesn't work. It's like no one ever hits the crack pipe and is like, all right, fi- Ooh, that was the that's last it. good high. Yeah. Like it don't work. You really have to do the work to get out of that yeah, mentality. And, and, I think- and women have to do that probably less than men, but women have to do that as well to get out of certain lifestyles to be better partners. It's a very... It's all, intricate thing where it's people all just timing. Think, it's all timing, bro. That shit is work. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it's all timing. Like I tell people all the time, if you you see people that have a healthy relationship, and you know, what I mean, like they're happy, and you know, again, the optics on the outside, they could be going through turmoil in the house, but for the most part, you notice these people, like, damn, they dope. Their relationship is crazy. Like they really down for each other. They best friends. They that that was timing. Like they both met at a time in their life where they were just ready for that, mm-hmm. and they they may not even they m- might not have known it, but it just happened so like naturally for them. Where it's like you see them, it's like yo, they that that's ain't nobody coming in between that. Or or there's the other side of that coin is where they met with bad time and they met when they were young, mm-hmm. and their lives went in different ways. But the only thing keeping them together is because we want to stick together as yeah. friends and that takes fucking turmoil 
and a bunch of bullshit. It takes relapsing. It takes going back to rehab. Absolutely. It takes finding another drug. If mm-hmm. it finds, all right, my addiction used to be this. Let me go find another healthier addiction. Mm-hmm. Like it, it all comes with that entire thing, which is a perfect segue. Why don't you let me like women's photos when they're in love? <laughs> I just thought you, t- you text me. All right, so to, just to give him some backstory, I, I saw I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw Rory like someone's picture that we both know. Mm-hmm. And shout out to her. Shout out to her. Uh, she uh, she posted a picture with her boyfriend, her and her boyfriend. Beautiful photo. Beautiful. The love was just jumping through the phone. You could just you could just feel it. <laughs> and only like maybe a few people liked it, but because I, me we have a mutual follower in in Rory. It says Rory's name, so I, yeah, I saw it. I First was like, like yeah, I was like, <laughs> picture was up maybe four minutes. Wow. So I'm like, I never caught Rory this early on a like ever. So I had to fuck with him. I'm like, I'm like, fam. So I, I screenshot it. I texted to his phone. I said, Rory, what you like about this picture? <laughs> like, First of all, algorithms. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was the first one in my algorithm. She was in my love is in my algorithms. I, I, no, I get it. Like, I, <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, it was it was just I felt it through the phone. Anytime I was like, okay, there's this a couple, like, yeah, that's gonna pop up first because yeah. they know I'm a double tap. That. Okay, okay. I, I was just thrown off a little bit. It's not that I don't. I'm, I'm laughing at you liking a picture of somebody in love. It was just it was just a little early in the clock. Okay. It was like it was like it was Let's, a lot of time left on the clock. I just didn't expect that shot. We just did a lot of mature. Bullshit. Let's get to some toxic shit. Okay. Okay. Sometimes we should cue the Britney uh, record, Toxic, right here. <laughs> That's the record you thought of. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Great record. Not a future record. No, no, no. All right, no. Cool. Let's go. Let's go to Spears. She just got a, a new lawyer. Like she's about to get her life back. Shout mm. out to Britney, man. Yeah, I saw that. Congrats to Britney. Yeah. That's actually really great. All right, let's get into some real t- some toxic talk. Okay. Sometimes you have to double tap that picture to let her know you're an ally. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, okay. I see where we going. See, all you gotta do is give me the play and I'm a okay, so I'm gonna come off, I'm gonna come sometimes, off the pin down. Okay, yeah. Sometimes you gotta double tap that mm-hmm. to let her know you know what time it is. And I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go a step further. And sometimes you gotta double tap it because y'all might have a little history and you ain't spoke to her in a minute, so you want her to know that you see where she's at in life right mm-hmm. now. It can there's it can go both ways. Yeah, yeah. Let's focus on on the first one of mm-hmm. when you double tap her and her boyfriend. I mean, her. I don't know if her man is is been around for a while. I don't. I don't know his pedigree as far as knowing dudes and how they move. But mm-hmm. a lot of girls, back to men being easily manipulated, can easily spin that to like, look, that's just a friend. He liked us, right? He liked us chilling yeah. together. Like, yeah. yeah, he loves love. He's yeah. just happy for us. Like, it kind of takes you off the radar. Yeah, it kind of takes you off the radar a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes if your follow is just sitting there and you're not liking nothing, yeah. he's gonna be like, well, yeah, what's up with this? What's, what's up with him? Yeah. So sometimes you have to double tap just to let her know that you will hold it down. Like anytime, yeah. if, if he comes to you as a man, yeah. which we have to admit, <laughs> please happens. Don't. Please don't, don't, don't do that. Men should never. It's happened to me. No, absolutely. In person, not in DM, which I, I can respect it in person of like, let me take that back. I don't respect yeah, it, but, but I respected well, it more than a DM because I didn't know dude. Okay. I was like, asked, I'll always hold it down no matter what. Yeah, I don't do, but, but, but we know that as men, I'm never going to tell a strange man. No, I would. Yes. Like me and your girl have a history and are I you think crazy? I think there's some insecure, uh, dudes that love validation that would be happy to say to another dude. Yeah. I fucked your girl. That's nasty. I actually, th- That's I actually disgusting. think most rap songs on 
men's side and women's side are all based on telling people that. Like, I think it's hilarious that chicks always talk about they hate cheaters, but every female rapper, all they do is say, yo, your dude is in my sheets right now. <laughs> like, yo, that's, <laughs> yo, listen, man, that's some funny shit. Your dude is in my sheets. Listen to every female rapper now. They're all taking your man. But we got to, and that's another thing we got to stop doing. We got to stop listening to these rappers and these artists. Cause let me tell you something. I've seen some of the, these artists that be talking, these rappers that be talking crazy pimp player shit in their songs. I done seen some personal text messages to the women that they, they, they like. Are you, are and, you suggesting that rappers aren't living their no, rhymes? I, no, no, no. I'm not, listen, I'm not suggesting it. We know it, <laughs> but it would, it would, it would like really like, it would really put things in perspective if like the casual fan could just read some of the text messages from like their favorite rap mm-hmm. to like the women that they date. Or why? Why? Like it'd be shit. I'd be like, no, he did not say that. Or why rappers have hated us? Oh my god! Like All I didn't the know. Should I didn't, ask me are over women. Yeah, like I didn't. I, I <laughs> I'm didn't like, understand these it. Are weird. Yo, I, that's what I'm. I didn't understand that at first. I'm like, wait, like she's fucking with a rapper. Why is he like throwing shade towards me? I'm just a how, casual. How how I don't care, and you could take it to Turks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm sure not going to do it. But that's why. But that's why they care. I mean, why I don't care. But that's why I think it's a it's a it's an ego thing. They feel like yo, you fucking with me. I got more money than him. I got more jewelry than him. I got more cars than him. Like you should not be with that dude. I think but that's I, have what be- I have better conversation than you. They don't want to go there. I got better personality than you. Yeah, I'm funnier than you. Exactly. Like I'm cooler than you. Like I don't I care guide, about. I guide her better. But that, <laughs> you can't guide. <laughs> Okay. But hey, listen, listen. However, you get your shit off, get it off. I set up her swimwear LLC. Yeah. <laughs> you just took her somewhere in swimwear. Yeah. See, that's <laughs> like, the thing. You tap into a different emotion. These <laughs> niggas think just 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 spending money and it's like nah, fam. Like that ain't it. Like you got to do more. You know what I'm saying? You got to really get to know Yo, this. Yo, dudes are so corny, myself included. Yeah. <laughs> but it happens. Man, it happens to all of us, man. What you know? was the second part of that conversation? Because I want to get away from that. I was talking about being an ally. You brought up another good point of what else it could be. Um, about liking a picture. Yeah. Um, just to let her know, like, like y'all have a history, and you know, just to let y'all may not have spoken in a while. It's just to let her know, like, okay, I see you. You pregnant now? Mm-hmm. Or, okay, I see you. You know, y'all got a house together, or you know, it's just kind of like that type of thing. Sometimes it's just like I'm, I'm still around. I still see you. Yeah. It can, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's sometimes depending on who it is. It's like, yo, listen. You know, I, I know y'all be. This is around the time y'all go through y'all thing where y'all y'all stop fucking with each other for a few months. Like I'm here. I have to ask you. I need you to take your your three stacks, cool off. I need you to take your cool off. Have you ever sent the spiteful, or maybe a, a a congrats with a little bit of sauce on it? It was a little bit, little bit of Morton salt in there on a congrats. Nah, I've never <laughs> a little bit that. of Morton on it. I've liked the picture with it. It was a salt like though. Like you know, it's a salt like. I don't really yeah. like this shit. Like, you know, you know when you don't like it. Like I don't, I don't like seeing you happy with this nigga. I should actually. When I want to like quicker. Yeah. <laughs> but you salty. That's why. I, I'm a salty person. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Like you definitely feel a type of way like, oh, word. Okay. So y'all say that y'all, are y'all public with it now? Okay. I, listen, I could be a dirty salty. I could be the Hudson River. I get on my real <laughs> dirty salty. You go, you go Lowry's on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you got to do it, it. But they, I think women like that. I think women like knowing that a guy that they used to, you know, be with and spend time with still has some feelings for them and you know I think I think to an extent as long as you're not overly aggressive with it as long as you're not in her text messages and random FaceTime and knowing she's probably yeah. with her man like as long as you're not doing stuff like that 
I think it's fine. Uh, liking a picture, I think that, you know, women, they like that. They like to know that you're still looking and you're still paying attention to them. Yo, another thing I, I've noticed uh, post-quarantine, mm-hmm. I think women have retired the uh, move their head to show the Rolls Royce symbol behind their head. The new one now, since outside is open, they're going to let you know when they're in a sprinter. <laughs> I've seen a couple of other still, uh, the double R's. Listen, man. I've seen the, the, sprint, I've seen the sprinter one is getting a little out of control. Like I, I know the car has lights on the bottom. I get it. Yeah. I know all your friends can fit. <laughs> it's, um, it's funny when you catch, catch things like that, though, especially from women that you, you might know personally. It's like, oh, boy, you too. <sighs> and then I start, yeah. And then I start getting into the psychology of it. Like, all right, I know you. You wouldn't post this if there wasn't a reason. Right. You're trying to piss somebody off. Yeah. But why? Trying to piss a girl off. That too. It's not always men. It's not always. No. We, I, you we know when it's men. That. You know when it's men. Yeah. They try to piss off their ex-friends or mm-hmm. the chicks that are hating or whatever the fuck they say these days. Absolutely. But no, I, the, the influx of women and sprinters on my timeline is, has gotten to a, a kind of a crazy Sprinters, the influx of women on on private jets oh well you, you you follow a different bro no, I'm, I'm down here in the mud bro, just with, it's, the, it's, with it's the mercedes women, sprinters no but it's, it's women that i never would have thought was would be on private jets i'm just like how yeah you know what i'm saying it's like okay i'm not you know i'm not mad but it's just like uh, you i mean listen like, who's putting you on a a chartered PPP loans went crazy and they're still trying to find people. So like <laughs> it might be a few out there. Let's spend up this money before we get caught. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. Listen, I get it, man. Live life. Have fun. Do what you do. No, I just think. Because typically with the type of women we're talking about, it's typically rappers or athletes that would be in those private jets. Let's just call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. Let's not sit here and lie. Right. I just think they taking anybody at this point. <laughs> Some I've seen, I, I definitely felt like that. I'm like, okay. If she's, this sounds like hate. I promise. It's, I swear no, to God, it's not, it's not hate. No. It's just that when you know certain, and it's it's the same for guys. And I'm not judging the girl yeah, at all. No. I'm, yo, I'm happy. Like, yeah. go ahead, go. Yeah. You'd never get this experience. Yeah. I, I, listen, I get it. But just like some 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 women see guys with a, a, a certain type of woman and they're like, she's with him? Like, because they look at the women like, you definitely shouldn't be with him like you know what i'm saying like it's, it's, Listen, it man, goes both I, ways i think i think all maul and i are trying to say is is we want to be taken on a private jet <laughs> <laughs> is that what we said that will be hitting that that's how they're gonna uh play this clip as oh of course yeah we are just We're trying hating. for a rapper or athlete to bring us on a private jet i saw a clip uh floating around on um on instagram about a guy who was he seemed to ruffle some feathers out there and um i just found it interesting because which which feathers he ruffled? <laughs> it was a few because uh, in the comments they were going. Letters H E R E. That means I'm here. That means come outside, and that means when we go, like whatever our plans are, we're gonna go do what our plans were set to do. I'm not getting out of the car to open your door or to meet you at the door or to ring your doorbell when you could just walk downstairs. Honestly. I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I personally believe, and this is just my personal perception of me and my friends and all the females that we have dealt with collectively, chivalry is almost dead. It's on its, it's, on its last leg. 
So that's not true. Maybe I might hold the door open for you. Yeah. But I'm not getting out of my car to ring your doorbell to tell you to come downstairs to get back in the car. That actually doesn't even make sense. As a guy, I will admit, that doesn't stop you from getting a box when you don't do it. It's actually like the more disrespectful you are these days, the more that they give you the box easy. That's not true either. I get it. That's a social media topic. I get it. That's not true, Listen, but let's man. let's let's buy into it. Let's 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 go with this. Chivalry, I think, is just confused now. If you're asking me to pay the rent at your apartment, don't ask me to open the door too. Okay. Pick your battles in chivalry. <laughs> so give up the give up the car door. Yes. But if you want me paid. to pay your rent, open the door that I'm paying for. Do something here. Cause at, now, cause I, at that at that point, let, listen, you have to make your your child has to do chores in the house, right? Because right. they, they're not paying no bills. Right. You don't pay the bills in here. Right. Earn your keep. They're gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I'm trying to set the screen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying. Look, here's my thing. Listen, I think you're right in I'm saying. I'm a bill payer. No, I, I'm an admitted bill payer. Listen, I'm, I think you're right in saying that. Because what he said was, right, I'm not getting out the car to go ring your bell and wait for you to come downstairs and open your door. Okay, that may be a little, that may be going above and beyond. Where does she live? Can I pull into the driveway? Do I have to go to 26E? Like, you have to give me the environment in which we're in. I think, again, I think that it's certain things that to say chivalry is dead. It's definitely not. That's not dead. It's not even It's close. not dying. But I think that there are some things like the example we gave of getting out the car, going upstairs to ring the bell, whatever, whatever, waiting for you to come down. Maybe that's a little extreme, but maybe you can wait outside the car and, you know, for when she comes down and open the door. I guess you don't have to go like to the door upstairs to her apartment and like all of that shit. Like, I guess you know? I would just be tired of being my representative at this point in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm, and hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. I, I would just be tired of that. Like I'm probably not going to do that forever. So I'm like, I'd open like, a car I'd like to be, no, go up to your fucking apartment and you open know, I, it to, to grab you. That's a little, that's and a little, as far as the car door goes, if we're walking to my car, I will 1,000% always open your yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. That'll never so, change. And right. if I'm in the car, I'll probably lean over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? I'll lean over, unlock, and do it. No, but you got power locks now. You ain't even got to lean over no more. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's I, have like, a, I have a Mazda. They still have power locks in a Mazda. What are you talking about? I've been in the Mazda. That's true. You've been you, in the you Mazda. power locked open the door for me in the Mazda. What are you talking wow. about? But it's nicer if you lean over and open it. It's, like it's hit a the different little gesture. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different gesture. But no, chivalry isn't dead. I mean, it's, it's it, again, I but think then, that. I'm sorry to cut you off. I think that going upstairs, opening the door is a little extreme and all of that. Like, sometimes but I, opening a car door to me is that's normal shit. That's normal behavior. Sometimes I feel like that chivalry shit, like. The stereotypical one of like opening the car door when she walks out type of thing. Not actual chivalry, like the stereotypical Mm -hmm. shit. Makes me look more like I'm full of shit. Okay. like you feel like you're trying too hard? Yeah, like I feel like she should raise an eyebrow in a bad way. Like he's doing too much. Like Like he's trying too hard to be. Like this might be, like why are you waiting outside my building next to your car, like standing like this, like here's my Mazda, madame. Yeah, you look like... (laughs) Here's my Mazda Madame. <laughs> like, I feel like it may look creepy. Like, I don't mind pulling, pulling your chair out is not creepy. I just feel like there's some overly chivalry shit that is creepy. Yeah, I, I think I think certain things are a little much. It's a little it's a little too aggressive. It's like, all right, calm down, fam. And the type of women I like are 
funny, silly, sarcastic. Yeah, like, they're going to look that. at me like, yo, yo if you, you don't get your ass I, in I that can't car. do that. Yeah, like me, my personality, they're going to be like, yo, cut it out. Like, what are you doing? Like, you look stupid. Like, that's the response I'm going to get from Even women. with my corny personality, I feel like, like all right, fit, get back in the car. Yeah, yeah, like it's, certain women will look at you like a little crazy. Like, that's a little unnecessary. But no, chivalry isn't dead. And I saw, uh, you know, Instagram had fun with that. The women were killing him. And a lot of guys jumped in and was killing him too, so. As guys wouldn't do it? Well, they were saying that he was a little too, you know, he was going a little too crazy with the chivalry is dead. And I don't, I don't think it is at all. Chivalry's listen. not dead. No, no. I and think again, certain things are just normal. You opening a car door and you're walking with a, a I, lady listen, is that's normal. I opened the door at the bank for any woman on earth. Yeah, like that's yeah. It's, it's just, not chivalry. That's it's just something polite. that's programmed in you. Yeah. Like you just see a woman coming, or even if it's a guy walking behind me, I hold the door. Like not mad not, at all. Yeah, it's not like it's you know just certain real, things you just do. Real chivalry is is a different type of behavior that's not opening car doors. Right. So right. if if that's a make or break for a woman, like stop watching Bronx Tale. Yeah, please, because <laughs> they still live, they still living off of that one. No, we living off of that. Are we? Because he said Shorty's supposed to open the door for you. After you open it for her, she's supposed to lean over. Yeah, and, and open and open. That the has car not. Door. When did when did Bronxdale come out? Can you look that up? That was ninety. I want to say no. four. I thought it was late eighties. Ninety three. Ninety three. Oh, was the nineties? Ninety four. That that has not happened since nineteen ninety three. <laughs> Keisha is the only woman that's ever done that, and I know her name was not Keisha in that. Keisha from Belly was. Yes. What was her name? She's the only woman on earth to ever lean over and open that door. I've never seen that in real life. <laughs> I've never, never. No. That was like a, said, that was a, no, that was a Bronx tale. Like yeah, no. that was just a tale. That never existed. And that was supposed to be back then in the what was that? The 60s. They were 60s, 70s, 70s the Bronx tale yeah. was. 60s. So um but yeah, uh chivalry is not dead. So please don't believe that. It's okay to open car know. doors. They killed me. They killed me for paying for a homegirl's <laughs> dinner. <laughs> that I wasn't at the. They killed me for that. So it's like I, you just don't know any. I don't know anymore. I don't know what's going on anymore. You, you, I, you do paid, I not open the door? Do I not? You paid for his chivalry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's okay. It was you fronted, that's, that's my homegirl. You like, put him yeah. on consignment for his chivalry. No, nah, just, just you know, my homegirl, man. That was funny. Laugh. No. <laughs> you gonna force me to laugh yes. at this shit? Um, you fronted him. It was something chivalry. else I wanted to ask you. Uh, okay. Because I was gonna say we get in music, but but it, while you're looking, uh, I'm just gonna admit as the first person, it's it's July 15th while we're recording this. This came out on July 16th. I think I missed summer already. I think it's over. I think I'm too late. I just realized it's summer. Um, I know what you mean. It just hit me. I was like, oh fuck, we're in summer. Yeah, because I was trying to plan a trip, and I'm just like, okay, two weeks from now is August. I missed it. Yeah, it's like okay, you can't. And once you start planning the summer in August yeah it's like oh, just shit. focus on your costume for Halloween yeah but you know what it is too I think I think this we were kind of sort of just coming out of COVID restrictions and lockdowns and mandates and all of that kind of leaning into the summer so it kind of we got like a little slow start mm. you know what I mean some people some people have not slowed down since the pandemic started people have been some people I know have been traveling and going places but um I think that's what it was. I think, you know, it was still kind of sort of some restrictions and is it okay? Is it safe? Things, you know, certain cities are just now opening. But um, yeah, man, fuck it. I'm, I'm planning a trip, bro. I got to get out of here. Man. I got to get off the grid for a few days and when I people are here, like this. Tom Hanks and cast away for a few days. <laughs> I mean, just stay away from beach balls. But yeah, you know, I just want to. I just want to go off the grid for a minute, man. Well, I'm about to go off the grid. I'm about to go to Atlanta. While you're hearing this, I'll be in Atlanta. 
Oh, you off the grid. <laughs> you way off the no, grid. No, I'm going Atlanta. to the grid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm going you're to the off grid. The, so you're off the grid. I'm more off the oh, grid here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going from Atlanta to LA. Oh, yeah. God. You look that, No, that's when I realized I didn't have a summer. When I was booking, I was like, all right. Yeah. By the time I'm back, this it's is August, another week. Yeah. And now it's summer's mm-hmm. over. I did, I did why, nothing this summer. That's why I'm taking the time to, to, to plan something, man. Fuck that. Because I, I, I'm, I'm just the type of person, I have to force myself to do it, or it's just like, I'm just going to look up and the summer's over. Yeah. Oh, well. We wasted last summer. We could waste this one. Yeah. Um, we got some new music, though. Music did come out. Yeah. Music did come out. Uh, Snow's album. How you feel about probably, it? Would probably be the top one. Um, I'm glad that we recorded this almost a week after it came out. Because mm-hmm. if we came the next day, I would have been thoroughly confused. Yeah. I get what, I, know, I was I very mean. confused the, off the first listen. Mm-hmm. Not, in a, not It was not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. In no way I was like, yo, this is trash. Right. I was just confused, especially for the first half of the album. I think as much, I'm, I'm a hypocrite, admittedly. Mm-hmm. Always like when artists develop their sound or whatever. I went into that album wanting uh, these feelings part two. Yeah, and and, that's, it, that's, and it was not that at all. But is that well, let me not say that. or the artist's fault? That's a consumer's fault, absolutely. Okay. And she shouldn't ever think that she should do this for right. Rory no. part two of right. my feelings. Yeah, no. It just threw me off. I don't want to say it was up tempo, but it was just a, a little different of a sound from the moodier sound that it wasn't the last what we from feels and others feelings. Yeah, it wasn't again. what we expected. But and I guess I just love me. that shit so much. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's growing on me. I'm, every time I listen to it, I like it more. Yeah, and I actually found I felt less moodiness off the first few listens. Mm-hmm. The more I listen to it now, I'm catching more moody shit. Yeah. Like she still has those hurt bars in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They still sure. exist. Yeah. Um, but I think it was a good development of sound. It, it just took me a little bit to get there. Yeah, it's it's growing on me. The more I listen to it, um, the more I start to, you know, I, I like it more, the melodies and I'm catching like bars and, and, and the lyrics more. Um, I like it. You know, overall, I like, I like the project. Like I said, I think it was a little different than what I expected. Mm. Once I saw the uh, the two Tyler uh, features, I was de- that's I was like, OK, this is something a little different. So but hearing it, it was like, OK, yeah, it was it's, it's different, but I like it. Um, and the more I listen to it, the more I like it. So. Temporary, temporary highs. The song, not the album title, mm-hmm. um, did make me think about trying Molly again for a temporary high. Yeah, like mm-hmm. but like moody Molly, like not turn up Molly. Yeah, that's one of those drug records. But uh, again, yeah, Tyler. To your point, Tyler being on it. Not to say Tyler hasn't done features for people, but I, he's getting a little bit more active in doing features for artists. We wouldn't Two expect features on this on his project and, and produced. I, I think both records. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd like, I would love for Tyler just to get more in that bag of producing for other people. Mm. Uh, if he puts a verse on it, even better. But I, I'd like to see Tyler just produce more for other people. Yeah. Um. But yeah, overall, I mean, I, I'd love to give y'all a crazy breakdown, but I this is I'm surprised that it's taken me this long to really try to digest this snow album. Yeah. It confused the fuck out of me in the beginning. It, it wasn't. What, it wasn't what we expected. It, and I it think wasn't that's what we expected. I think that's a good thing. Absolutely. I think artists should confuse the fuck out of you. Absolutely. Um. But but it is good. It is really good. I do like the up-tempo stuff. I, I guess if you think about the month it was put out and the time it was put out, mm-hmm. I'd probably try to put out that first half of the album to be up-tempo. Mm-hmm. So, uh, shout-out to Snow. I like yeah. it. Shout-out to No ID. Um, James Fauntleroy on the album. Yeah, but I, I still I know still, still need the cocaine 80s. Yeah, I know. Felt, felt I like it. James just threw a little parsley on it. That's yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. He ain't really getting yeah, get get his bag back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
which is fine though. I like when when James pops up. He did it with Scissor too. I like when he just throws something on real quick. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a full verse. Um, did you listen to Vince's album? I did. I, I like it. Saw Vince tweet. I think it was him tweeting or retweeted a tweet that his fan base was saying it doesn't sound like him. Uh, again, the same thing with with the Snow album. It's fans were expecting something that we already got before hearing the same type of events that they've heard before. And that's not where he is. You know, he's, 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 he's older. He has more experiences. He has more things to talk about. Um, and I think that's just, this is just him expressing that on, on the album. It's just a different person. And again, I, I I wouldn't say Vince and I are best friends or, or even friends in that capacity. We're, we're acquaintances and associates, but even based off just his tweets and his personality and, and, interviews this this album to me sounded like uh vince like more than his other music like a more mature i wouldn't even say mature it just sounds like vince staples from long beach like it didn't sound like some of like the summer 06 shit that may have been i don't want to say it wasn't dancey type shit but vince has killed the uptempo shit before like he's done Mm -hmm. that genre and Mm -hmm. in no way is this a yg album but like, it sounded like Vince to me. It sounded like good rapping over good beats. <laughs> and I know that's like a surface thing to say. Right. But I was so shocked that Vince had said that his his fan base felt like, oh, here it is. Got a lot of people telling me Vince Staples by Vince Staples doesn't sound like me. Make it make sense. We online uh, today troubleshooting. Mm-hmm. It, it sounded exactly like Vince to me. Do you think that's a good thing what he's doing? Tweeting? Well, when you tweet what the fans' reaction is to your current project and then you say we're online today troubleshooting which means i'm online ready to engage and go back and forth with fans about yeah, why y'all feel like this album doesn't sound like me i to me i think you just open in it because if we're going to be honest a lot of people probably didn't hear this vince staples album and they're going to be in his mentions just saying yo this shit is trash so so then you get a false gauge of the strategy to that and i don't, I don't think in any way did Vince do this as a, a strategy I don't think he's that type of person he is an active tweeter if you will yeah no for sure this, I don't think this was the strategy of like let's get people to talk about it more but a lot of people do that in the sense of it doesn't matter if it's negative let's just get everyone to talk about it that usually wouldn't talk about it because now it's becoming a subject on the timeline mm-hmm. so in some capacity it, it I think that may have been that some... yeah I don't think Vince did that here because I, I Vince is very in tune with his fan base and he See, look, actively talks to them, but right. So look, so somebody says for me the bars was eh, but the beats were cool. I just expected it to go harder. And then Vince was Vince says define go harder. When I, you start I know. doing things no, like no, no, that, but, it's I, like, but I know what that means. And listening off, listening to the Vince album multiple times at this point, Vince found, and uh, we're gonna sound very rap nerdy and corny here, but. The pockets Vince found in there, I think people uh, associate rapping and the ability to rap and quote unquote going harder, like this tweet says, Mm -hmm. to rapping faster. Is that what you think the fans think go harder is? Yes. More aggressive? I think, yeah, like if you're going to find a beat that you could just rap straight through to and then we're going to go to the hook. The beats that Vince has on this are pocket beats and he has great lyrics, but he's just doing them in a, a flow that is slower. Right. It's just not the same. Let me rap. It's not his LA Leakers freestyle. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get it. And that's it. music, though. Like, fam, I don't want every rapper to just rap straight fucking through. Yeah, no. Like, that shit is annoying at some point. 
I understand how you have to please your fan base and, you know, you have to give them what they want. But I do like the fact that artists, you know, they 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 mature and they they grow their sound. They they've experienced more. They have more things to talk about. They have different perspectives to talk from now. So I understand, you know, if fans are like, oh, it doesn't really sound like because you fall when you meet a fan when you meet an artist and you fall in love with an artist, you you fall in love with what you first heard from him or her. That's a fact. And then you want it to kind of stay that. You don't want to grow with the artist and. You know what I mean? And, and I think as consumers, consumers are, are, well, we all know consumers are lazy, but it's, it's it's our duty sometimes to grow with the artists that we love and we support and we appreciate. And I think that sometimes we just get stuck in a, a box like, you know, a lot of people that love Prince, let's say, you know, Purple Rain is the shit. It's like, do you want Prince to make Purple Rain for the rest of his life? Like, you know what I mean? Or do you want yeah. Prince to grow? Like Mary J, they say, oh, when Mary's hurt, when she's going through something, that's when our music is the best. It's like, okay, so you do, you want Mary to be not happy for the rest of her life? Like, Well, th- I guess that poses the question, do I really care about this artist or do I care about their art? Right. Right. That That's really where that is. And I don't know where we define fan and stan or where we draw that line. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, there's plenty of people. And, and again, I empathize with people and do care about their well-being regardless of humanity because I'm auditioning for the Miss America pageant. But <laughs> yeah, some pe- some consumers do not give a fuck about your mind state. They just want you to produce the best music for them. Mm-hmm. And I almost feel like a lot of stands feel that way too. Yeah, but that's why I said it's this what Vince is doing, you know, talking about his album that people are indifferent about online is kind of, I don't know if it's a good idea. Because you leave yourself open to just have this dialogue with people that, again, they just want the vents that they fell in love with. They don't want no new shit. They don't want you to try shit as an artist. Mm-hmm. They don't want you to experiment. Give me the shit that I fell in love with you for and then get the fuck out of my way. Well, I mean, you just allow more stupidity to, to come in. Anytime you ask a question on the Internet, and I'm guilty of this as of maybe 24 hours ago, you just you allow more stupidity and opinions that never would have been said to begin with. Now there's a platform. But mm-hmm. I don't think this Vince album is like some outer like eight oh eights and heartbreaks no, version. Not. Like it's a great Vince album. Yeah, it's not. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's he's interesting. rapping. With, he's you know rapping. what I'm saying? His he, good lyrics, his good raps, his good, good songs. His good songs, his good Man. production. It's like, you know, what is it to be upset about? But again, I understand how consumers fall in love with artists and the sound and they don't want that sound to change. So I understand that whole thing. Did you um you see T Pain on Twitch? I believe it was Twitch. I didn't see it on Twitch, but I saw the, the, the viral clip going around. We, we we can play a little snippet of it. God damn it! Dudes of different music! <laughs> we have all the shit that you're doing. We already have it. Lil Uzi Bird is already doing it. Lil Baby is already doing it. Dumb Baby is already doing it. It's literally two niggas with baby in their names that's already doing all the music you want. Do something else! Do something! I get it. I just appreciate T Pain. I think he's hilarious. Yeah, I get it. I mean, you know, it's again, I, you know, it, and I'm not one of those guys. Like I, because like I came, I came up in the era of, you know, when Snoop and Dre and the Chronic and all of that, you know, Doggy Style. My mom would kick my door down if I had Doggy Style playing in the room, and tell me to turn that shit off. Mm. And so when you get older, it's just the sound changes and and rap. And my mom was a fan of rap. She just didn't understand or appreciate 
some of the early quote unquote gangster rap from the West Coast that I liked. Okay. With 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 Dr. Dre and with Snoop. Because of the content, you know, the the language, you know, it was I was young, so my mom didn't really want me, you know, I get it. taking in that type of shit. But, you know, I look at it like when you you look back now, you look at the 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 people and the and the legacy that gangster rap has produced with Dr. Dre. Look who he is today with Snoop. Look who he is today. You know what I mean? With a lot of these artists from our, you know, from when we, I was younger. So the new sound of rap, I'm I don't knock it. But one would say that what Snoop and Dre were doing was completely innovative and not the sound that was but happening how, how really we, at all. How can we say that this isn't innovative with a lot of these oh, I'm not saying that, but young I, I, rappers are doing? Okay, I'll, you know be the, I'll be the old guy here to say that when Snoop and Dre came out, it was much more innovative than but I was think it? the sound. I, I, no, I think there's a lot of influences. They were also pioneers. You have to add that in. Oh, Nothing sure. had happened like right. to that degree Absolutely. in hip-hop with the G-Funk shit and the type mm-hmm. of samples they were using. Mm-hmm. And that's why Dr. Dre is such a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can see the direct influences and you can see people chasing sounds much more now than you could then. And that also has to do with pioneers and how many people were even rapping and them kind of recreating the genre in the early part of that. Right. But I would I have to be objective here because I came in here and I killed Usher. Did you? For saying what he said about T-Pain. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. I did come in here and say that. Mm Mm-hmm. And to some degree, have to be objective and not a hypocrite. Or maybe I'm being a hypocrite here. You guys decide. This could be kind of what Usher is saying, because I think a lot of these artists down to Little Baby derive from T-Pain. Explain. I think Pain making, he of course was not the first person to use autotune, but making autotune so popular amongst that time and in the genre specifically of rap and R&B, turning the auto-tune all the way up, did bring in a lot of it. And this is not about Baby, Lil Baby, Yachty, any of the artists that he mentioned, but mm-hmm. just the idea of him saying, we already have these guys. Why is everyone else trying to make this music? Right. Which on He did make music in this era easier to make for the novice. Baby is not a novice. Yachty's not a novice. Anyone he named there is not. But everyone else can now make music easier because the auto-tune sound and the electronic sound is so easy to fucking... All I need is my laptop and this mic. Mm -hmm. And I can sound great. Right. So it has every idiot that does not really care about music going out to make it, and eventually, an idiot song is going to catch. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. And it's happened a million times, and we see the people that really care about music, people that use auto-tune and don't. We see the difference. So... I can see Usher sitting back watching this clip going, fam, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> right. You may have ruined music. Mm-hmm. I have to be objective. Because I'd be a hypocrite to not take this point and go, well, all right, maybe this is what Usher was saying. I disagree right. with Usher still, and I'm standing on that, and I think it was corny. Right. And I still stand with T-Pain. I'm a T-Pain stan. And I don't think he ruined music, and I don't think anything is wrong here. And I think every artist he named is amazing. I just, yeah, th- what did you expect? Like, Music is the easiest it's ever been to make right now. I'm not saying good music right. at all. No, I get what but, you mean. Mm-hmm. And also, I, I don't think that's fair, too, because I think there's plenty of, of artists that are making innovative music right now. Like, you can't scream this when Tyler's album just came out and is selling what it's selling. Right. Can't say that when Cole shit is selling what it's selling. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about all the people chasing the sound, the current sound, and chasing the babies of the world, mm-hmm. 
that's that's gonna have it's inevitable. Yeah, anyone whenever anything one? whenever anything pops and anything like blows up, is you're gonna get a whole wave of, you know, kids trying that. Who trying didn't have a, a clothing brand in 2010? Yeah, like yeah. Once, like once pressing T-shirts became easier, right. Everyone had a T-shirt company, yeah, and then we saw yeah. who was good at it and who really wasn't, yeah. and it faded. Podcasting, mixtapes, you know, yeah, anything. Same, like, same, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. And again, I, I do want to say I think Payne was kind of just being a little funny and. I, I, well, I don't he think he was being super serious in no, his No, he tone. wasn't shitting on the artist he no, was he naming. He was just saying, like, we already have them. Yeah. Like, stop trying to be them. Stop trying to sound like them. Like, find your sound. Find who you are. Find your stories. Find your your energy. And then you put that out into the world. For me, a lot of the new shit that I had to realize is that you, when, I, when I'm listening, because, you know, again, I, I, I started listening to a lot of these, these, these cats with the same ears I grew up with. Like the ears that yeah. I was listening to Nas and Jay and Big and Bone Thugs and Dre and Snoop. And it's like, I can't try to listen to this generation with those ears because they're not saying the same things. No. They're not, you know, they're not creating it the same way. Like a lot of the new shit, you know, I noticed like the whole entire song sounds like a hook because there's so much melody in rapping now. Mm. Where it's like the, the, the verse sounds like the hook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, okay, I get what they doing. Like, this is, this is they bounce. This is they wave. This is how they, they write their bars, like, and mm. with melodies. And now the, the the verses sound like the hook. Then when you get back to the hook, it's kind of like little remnants of the melody that was in the verse. Like, so it's like, you just got to understand the way th- this generation constructs their art. And that's all it is. Like, I, I, and I tell that to a lot of, you know, cats my age. I'm like, y'all got to stop listening to these younger artists with these, you know, older generation is like they're not saying the same things that Jay was saying, that Nas was saying, that you know they're not constructing these bars. It's not sixteen in the hook no more. It's no. not. It's the songs are not even structured the same anymore. You know what I mean? Like sometimes now they come right in with a hook. Oh, of course. And then it's the, and I'm like, oh there, shit, that's to. the verse. Like you know what I mean? It's like so. I is like, with the streaming. You got to catch people's attention right away. I was looking at a uh, blues album that came out, mm. and uh, we were looking at all the the the, the features. And I'm like, damn, like, okay, this is a lot of features, but I get it. With the streaming era, you have to collab. You have to get these artists that may have a bigger name, a bigger following. Yeah. Once they see their name, they're going to click on it. Like, So you got to understand the way the game is being played now. It's, it's different. It's, uh, you it's put no it to different than... It's, it's, it's the primary artist hustle. Yeah. Like, it's, if, but it's no different than... Because Blue had, what, John Legend on his... Uh, the intro everybody i don't know i don't know if john legend is a primary artist and that primary artist for people that don't on streaming it's you'll see sometimes it'll say the artist and then featuring in the title yes then other times it'll say the artist and the artist yes primary artist means it's now on their page yeah it's going so, through their through their uh apple yeah so when you click john legend's page i don't know if he's primary artist just an example it would have that blue song right there so mm-hmm. all john legend's fans will go right to that song mm-hmm. so you're playing that fucking game and also it's, it's interesting you brought up how artists are making songs now rappers in particular mm-hmm. in so many r&b sessions a lot of time if, if there's a beat playing or a riff or anything r&b artists will just take a mic and just hum melodies and try to find their way through that and then put words to the melodies mm-hmm. later they'll just mm-hmm. find the melody through the whole thing and put words later yeah rappers are doing that now too mm-hmm. it's not so much pen to pad mm-hmm. or even going in and rapping the way jay does or mm-hmm. how a lot of rappers claim they used to once mm-hmm. jay said i don't write shit down mm-hmm they're literally doing the melodic thing on rap records and then placing the words later. Right. Like they're creating songs that are not in the same format, right. which is whatever. And 
Payne is allowed to say everything he wants to because he's an innovator and change music. So I'm not. I, I I'm never mad at sentiment, though. I understand what he's saying. It's like, you know, you gotta you. It's okay to be inspired because we're all inspired by those before us, and um. So you draw inspiration from 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 artists and from athletes and whoever like you, that you look up to. But he, I think more so what he's saying is, you have to have some type of uniqueness to it, though. Like mm-hmm. you have to still insert yourself in who you really are into your artistry. It's okay to want to use some of the same color palettes as the baby and little baby when you're painting, but you can't, you know, try to mimic their sh- stroke of the brush. And you know what I mean? Like you can't, guess- you can't go all the way there with it. You can use some of the same colors, but don't try to exa- emulate exactly what the person did. And it, and we can we can wrap this up, but I, I think you made a lot of interesting points that I just wanted to comment on. When you said you don't go into this new era with your old head ears, mm-hmm. that's another thing that people, because to me, a lot of these dudes sound exactly the same. Absolutely. But I'm not invested in this sound the same way. Mm-hmm. I know there's older people when I was growing up that would say to me that all the music I was listening to, all the guys sounded the same. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy. You right. don't sound the same. Right. They just had a different era's ears. Mm-hmm. It's like, dog, I'm invested in this. I can tell where they sound different. Right. To me, a lot of these young dudes sound the same. Yeah. But they I, do. for the most part, I'm not do. invested in that sound. And some of them are named almost the same. Their names almost the same. <laughs> so, so it's like, who am I? Who is this? So I can see the younger kids being like, no, this song sounds drastically different than this song. And mm-hmm. me going, you're fucking nuts. No, it right. doesn't. No, for sure. But that it's happened to cycle. me too. It's a cycle, bro. That shit happened to me too. It's a cycle. It comes back around. So we we are now our parents when it comes to this music shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, it's it's you laugh at it. It's like oh shit, I understand. I just I I think with the internet we can all find the music we like yeah, so easily. Absolutely. So like I've been trying not to shit on stuff I don't like. Yeah, it's like, like fam, it's not made for me. Yeah, it's not. I can go find the fine. shit I love exactly, and that's why it's, that's why it's fine. It's like it's not for me. I'll listen to a lot of these artists that come out, and I'm just like okay, I, I won't I won't go back to that. I won't replay yeah. that again. But I understand and I respect the fact that this generation has found their sound, has found their niche, and has, has carved their way in the culture. And listen, as long as they're doing something positive and they're making money for themselves and their families to live a better life, I'm not knocking it. Listen, I'm, I'm with it. But we can't go back to our era, at least. Styles. Styles album is crazy. Styles. <laughs> See, now we're talking. <laughs> see, see, now it's a different appreciation. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's something for all of us. That's true. You know what I mean? It's something for all of us. Styles put out his uh put out his album. Uh what is the name of it? Ghosting. Ghosting, yes. Ghosting. Uh listened to it over the weekend. He got some joints on here, man. Styles uh, con- is still in shape. Consistency. I'm I'm putting Styles in top seven or eight most consistent rappers of all time. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I li- and, and you know what I love about Styles? He's still to what the, the, the fan said to Vince, he's still going hard, but it's like, I love the fact that the con the content has kind of like, you know what I mean? Now he's like, now I'm selling juice. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I think that's fly. It's like, he's selling juice. He on the Seamoss. He's like, yo, alkaline body. I'm never taking the vaccine. Like he putting those type of bars in it mm-hmm. where it's still, it's still styles, but he's just showing you growth. Like I'm on a different. The, the, the actual lyrics haven't changed as far as how top tier them shits have been. Right. Listen, man, when we when we had Styles at the Barclays for Palooza, he was in the green room and took out a blanket and kicked his shoes off and just laid on the blanket, chilling with his wife, Different. kicking it. Yeah. Like it was the most beautiful thing yeah. in the world to see. I love I loved watching that. The maturation of the ghost. Yeah. Like he's like, we chilling, man. 
So hey, it might be people delayed. Styles, like, we cool, man. We chilling. No problem. I, I got I had my green juice today. All was well. <laughs> I'm chilling. You know what I mean? Like it's just dope to see older rappers grow old in in the culture, and still look good. Like we was talking about um the verses with Keith Sweat and Bobby, mm. and I was saying how Keith Sweat still looks. You know what I mean? Like he's in shape. Yeah. He doesn't look like he fell on hard times. Like he still looks like I like when artists that I grew up on. As I get older, and obviously as they get older, they're still like, oh, they still look good though. Mm-hmm. They they don't look crazy. They they're not out here looking like, you know, like they're doing bad. I like that. And, and Styles is one of those artists that, especially coming from rap, in the late '90s, early 2000s, you would have never thought that this is the styles that we would have. But that's what's so great about it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, hip hop, of course, is still a young man's game, whether mm-hmm. we like it or not. It's mm-hmm. just great to see those type of artists specifically aging so well, aging gracefully, being great examples for for how to age in hip-hop, mm-hmm. how to continue to make money in hip-hop, mm-hmm. how to still work at that age where it's like, hey, am I too old to put music out? And no, you're not. There's right. still a, a whole fan base of people that grew up with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're all old over here too. Right. So, I love it. Shots, Styles, I, th- I think that's a good segue. Love his project. Um, yeah, the verses. Not yeah. the one we thought was going to be announced, but... Maybe the greatest versus announcement of all time. This is up there. This is this is this is definitely one of to me. Yeah, to no, me. no, no, no. Just I, to me. I think to I think to most people from our culture though. I'm well aware of all the announcements. I'm well aware you guys are gonna kill me. Yeah, no. To me. This to is me. This is definitely one of the ones because you know why I don't think that we saw this one coming. No, not at all. This was like blindsided. This came out of nowhere. I just looked up and I was like, the locks versus dipset. And I just didn't think anyone would ever want to play with Kiss after they watched Kiss on Versus. Right. Then you add in Sheik and Styles, and it's like, all right, I don't know if I want to play with them. When we sat down with Jim, did he allude to this? No, we talked G Unit uh, versus Dipset. He didn't say the locks. I don't don't think so. Okay. But we were talking about G Unit and okay. uh, and Dipset, or when he called in. I don't know if it was when he called in or sat with us. But yeah, this one is um. At Madison Square Garden. Yeah, this this is this. Listen, man, this is either gonna be a beautiful night or it's gonna boost the crime rate in the city, man. It's gonna <laughs> listen. It's gonna go one or two ways. Nah. I'm hoping it's a beautiful night. I think it's gonna be super peaceful, and I think that's what's again talking about styles and how he's aged in hip hop and how gracefully he's aged. I think it's gonna be such a beautiful night. No, I'm hoping for a beautiful night, and I'm and, and listen, uh, you know, I'm not. I love our culture. I love, but you know, some things come with our culture, man. And if you start playing certain records in the spot, it's just that energy is just like, yo, listen, homie right here, I'll pop on this nigga. Like, I don't know him. He didn't do anything, mm. but Wild Out is on. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, it's just a certain, and if it looked like you leaning more towards Dipset <laughs> and I'm leaning more toward the locks and we right here, it could go down. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to start rapping my kiss bars at you. You're going to start rapping yeah. your can bars at me. And it's like, yo, but I'll punch you in your face, though. Like, let's just keep it. <laughs> let's keep that energy right there. Like, you know, you still get punched in your mouth in here. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, all jokes aside, I, this is this is, this is is beautiful, man. I love it. Um, I was kind of falling off the versus thing. Now that, the, you know, everything is back open. Yeah. But I like I've been this. Rushed, I've been rushing to them the same way I was before. Yeah, but I like this because Madison Square Garden, first and foremost. I don't know if it's open to the general I don't know how they're doing this yet I, I would hope it would be yeah I haven't I haven't asked any of these type of questions but if it's open to the general public I think it's this is gonna be sold out yeah um, um 
Second. And I just like the fact that it's a versus thing, which means now people that are not in the New York area still <laughs> get to experience and see this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, it's a lot of things where I'm just like, this is a win for rap, hip hop mm. culture, uh, New York rap culture, for I, the locks, for for the diplomats. This all is, that shit is fun. Who you got, man? <laughs> damn, I didn't think you was going to go there. Who um, you got? I don't care. It's, it's a win for everyone. We love the locks. We love Dipset. They're staples in our lives forever. I don't Fuck know. all the love. Who do you have? Okay. Let me just ask this one question before I answer that question. Are they only playing their group records or are they playing solo records from members of the group? So I have two cop outs. My one, my first cop out was what are the rules? Yeah. I, I need to I know I don't know that. what the rules are. Yeah. Before I can answer that, I need to know because if... If you're allowing Jim to play solo records and you're allowing, you know, Kiss and Styles and all of them and can't if they're playing solo records, it might be hard to beat dips, the dip dip diplomats. So to that point, I had said when we we were talking to Jimmy about G Unit and Dips that I was like, I would like to see where all right, first five records are Cam versus fifty. Then Jim, like if you did solo records for the first five, then group records for the first five. And then yeah, like, that's what we if there's okay, a way yeah, to like yeah, do yeah, a structure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that yes. could be really cool. All right. Then it's just group records to end. Yes. That could be really dope. I don't know if that's what they're going to do. But if it's all crew records, I got to go with the locks. Here, here's my second cop out. I think there's going to be a New York score. And then I think there's going to be a worldwide score. I don't think you're beating the locks in a worldwide score. Worldwide, you yeah. think the locks win, and that's no. no. And by the way, Dipset is worldwide. Don't get it fucking twisted. Oh no, for sure. Um, I'm just saying, like, happening. Like, I just think with some of the lock shit because they were in that bad boy era and that machine, and of course the music that they made. Mm-hmm. A lot of their bigger records of the stuff that they're on went crazy. We saw that in Kiss's battle against Fab. Right. It was like, dog, how could you even compete against? This is a fucking staple mm-hmm. in every country in the fucking mm-hmm. world type shit. Mm-hmm. Dipset, of course, is worldwide. Don't get that twisted. But New York, that shit just hits a little different compared to, I think, some of the Locks bigger songs. Locks definitely has the New York records. I'm not saying I'm that. opposite with you on this though. I think yeah. that if it's I think the New York score the Maybe Locks that's our win. age difference. Yeah, I think the Locks wins with the New York score. Really? I think I think I think globally diplomats might be a bigger brand and and more you know that more people know them globally than than the locks maybe i think they're records i'm not saying they're brands i think dip said i, I think people that don't even listen well to, if you know the brand you got to know i music. think people i think people that wear dipset stuff may only know one song or two songs i think it's become so trendy because they're so cool mm-hmm. to just wear like almost to the way people like nerds wear jay dilla shirts and i'm like do you guys do you even listen to jay dilla it's just been cool to wear it right dipset has bu- surpassed music so much that it's just Dipset is that they that do so. Yeah, Locks I think with music has done that with records all about the Benjamins and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I think this is probably our age difference here when I'm saying Dipset with the New York records because I was finally started going outside when Dipset really hit. Yeah, when Locks was doing just the New York records. Yeah, see, I, was I wasn't outside. in yeah. the tunnel. I mean, no, granted, no, no. I know I them wasn't in the tunnel records, either. I was, but- I was, I was young. <laughs> I wasn't in the tunnel either. But I just it was a certain. It's just a certain. Uh, uh, it's a certain love that you know if you if you're from New York City and I would, I'll say if you was in high school if you were in high school when the locks came out because to me when you're in high school you're traveling mm-hmm. getting on the train the subway the bus 
finally starting Finding to live. your friends in different neighborhoods, yeah. going to their houses on the weekend. So you kind of like moving around the city a little bit. And just that energy when we you know when the locks came out, if you went high school around that time, it, it's a different connection that you have to that. And that's why I say our age difference. Cause yeah. Dipset hit like Dipset really hit. That was your As high Dipset, school. of course, Cam and Jim was already yeah. doing shit, but high school was when it yeah. was the diplomat. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Like period. No, I get it. I, I definitely understand. But either way, man, I you know, I'm I, I just I just love this. Um and the fact that they're doing it at the garden, which means they're gonna be on stage and it's gonna be I think this is dope. I I thought about going. Like I'm like, I gotta get in the MSG that I'm, night. I'm I'm going. But a thousand percent going. I don't know if, because you kind of enjoy the records more when you're watching it. Like if you're not there, I I disagree. Well, for this one, I, I got I gotta I gotta be there. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. I thought about it. But if 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 I'm just giving you an answer of who I got right now, not knowing anything, the rules, whatever, whatever, I got the locks in seven games, man. Okay, locks in seven. It's funny. I agree with you, but just to make this interesting, I may be able to argue. That it's hard to beat this. the Benjamins, bro. It's impossible. You know what I'm saying? It's there's, like not you, better, there's not a better yeah, song. It's, it's like not even once fair. Once you play that, and then it's like we got other shit that we could. And it, and and Jim and Cam and Joels, they got some fucking anthems. Don't get it twisted. I, it all comes yeah. down to what we all say. It's how you play your cards. It's how it's it's when you play what. Yeah, it's when you play what. But at this point, it don't even matter. Just, like every, just let the every, locks and every dip. crazy dipset song that I'm thinking of, I could think of a locks song or someone in the locks that could right. retort that record. Exactly. That's why this night, <laughs> but, is, and vice versa, except yeah, for the Benjamins. It, it I don't think there's a song that could go. No, against no, no. The Benjamins, the Benjamins is a win it's, whenever you play it. Whoever you play it against, it's I, a win. I think it's Benjamins and Juicy, the one in one A and one B of the greatest rap songs ever. Yeah, for sure. So for sure. But it's gonna be dope, man. This is this because, like I said, this came. I didn't know any. I didn't even hear anything about this happening. No, neither did I. And I looked up, and it was like announced. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" It was a Twitter joke. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Then I seen at Madison Square Garden. I was like, "No, this is not." That's when I really thought it was. Yeah, I'm like, "This is not. This this is is too good to be true. This is not a real thing." But it's real. It's happening, and I'm excited for it. And listen, I'm I'm gonna buy. Yeah, locks and seven. If we can, I'm gonna buy my ticket and go sit in a nice seat. A distance. No, I want nosebleeds. Yeah, no, I want to be yeah, nowhere right, near. Yeah, I no, I just be, want to watch. From, I want to be next to Messier's jersey, yes. like in the stands. Put me right under Messier's jersey. Put me under the 1973 <laughs> Knicks the, championship. Yeah, <laughs> put me way up there in the back. And you know what I mean? Let yeah, me smoke watch from my a distance and yeah, just enjoy let me, it. Just let me chill, man. Well, I don't I do want, want no part of that. But yeah, I do, I do think I want to be in the building for that, though. Just, I think just it's far a, it's a historic night. Yeah, just far in the corner of the building. Candace Parker's on the cover of 2K. Congrats to Candace. Congrats. One of the greatest female athletes of our time. Um, are they adding like a WNBA feature to 2K or um, game mode? I'm yeah. not sure. Sh- yeah, oh, I'm I have stupid. See, I don't, I, I'm not a video game guy. Yeah, so I haven't, I haven't played. I, ha- I have fallen off the 2K uh, wagon for years. I have not played 2K. It got too weird. It got too technical. Like I started missing wide open layups one year. And I, <laughs> I was just like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Like, I'm yeah. I'm by myself at the rim and I'm missing layups. So I was just like, all right. And then my homeboy's like, yo, you know, if you tap it too soon, it, I'm just like, all right. When they no. start doing that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm checked out. I went through the same struggle. Because yeah, when I, I bought an Xbox uh, and don't kill me PS7 people, 
because I, I announced that during quarantine. I was like, hey, I just bought an Xbox. It's been a while since I played video they killed games. killed you for that. Murdered me. Yeah. Mind you, I was a PlayStation kid growing up. I just bought an Xbox because I thought that's what everyone was on. Yeah. I bought 2K mm-hmm. and I couldn't no. do it. And I was like, all right, at least Madden is still the same. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I was this balling is, in Madden. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't do a thing. On 2K Rookie, Yeah. I was like, how do you even dribble in this fucking game? It's two games that I played years ago that made me completely stop playing because I just felt like a piece of shit and I just didn't know what I was doing. It was 2K and FIFA. Now, if you ever played FIFA... I have. I used to be nice. You have to work really hard to get near the goal <laughs> and get a clear shot. The thing with me is I would get near the goal. Yeah. But I would kick that shit all the way in the fucking stands and I'm just like, all right, fam, like, I, how do I kick this ball into the fucking goal? So, sometimes that's a metaphor for life, Mo. <laughs> It is a metaphor for life. You, you gotta understand. Right. No, you're absolutely right. But to, but but yes, I so I stopped playing because I it, these games just got too technical. I guess the getting the cover is still a big deal if you're an athlete because it is the cover of one of the more popular games yeah. in the world. And it's a great cover too. Uh, shout out to Katie. I seen he's on one of the covers. They have a version with Katie on it. Dope. Uh, Luca, who shout I think is is gonna be the face of international basketball for a lot of years because he's white. Well, no, he's one of the greatest <laughs> international players ever, Rory. That's why. That's why. Um, yeah, but um, I'm I'm not playing this shit, man. I, I I fell off the 2K bandwagon years ago. I can't play it no more. It's too technical. I missed a wide open layup with somebody who fucking dunks everything at the rim at that. So listen, man, I, I come from the NBA Live era when Jordan was player number ninety nine. So yeah, I, this ain't just ain't for me no more. Yeah, this ain't this ain't it for me. But the the, the cover looks cool. Looks like a a cool piece of art. I, I come from the NBA Live era when you had to sub in Kobe. Oh, my God. You haven't played. <laughs> that was years ago. It was NBA Live 98, maybe? Yeah, that was, yeah. seven Subbing in Kobe. That just sounds I swear crazy. to God. I, I vividly remember that. Um, Pierre Moss, uh, fashion show looked crazy. I, that yeah. just looked beautiful. Just, just shout out to that entire at, uh, event. At Madam C.J. Walker's estate. Yeah, I just knew it was upstate. Yeah. That's all I knew. It was at Madam C.J. Walker's um, estate, I believe, which is... um historical and it's um it's full circle it shows how far we've come how many barriers she helped to knock down for us in uh fashion and beauty and um shout out to Pierre Moore shout out to Kirby yeah for sure no that that looked amazing yeah. I, that was one of those uh which I rarely have the the, the FOMO shit I was mm-hmm. looking at that shit like damn that would be something I, yeah, it was would, I would really go yeah, to that. It, was, it was dope that looked really dope um Cribs is coming back on MTV how do we feel I just let's that? just leave let's just leave that there to fester. Is this do you, do you do you smell a rollout? Is this part of the rollouts? It it may be. I just think cribs is a little different now because of the internet. Yeah, they people are too cribs. accessible. Like yeah, they show us their cribs every day on Instagram. Yeah, and we we could easily know who's lying when we didn't know yeah. before. Yeah, like yeah, like I remember watching Ja Rule on MTV Cribs, not even knowing how to navigate the house. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, what you want? You know what I'm saying? Like, I just got like, here. Like, he had no idea where he was. Yeah, I just got here. What do you want me to do? Like, yo, I'm in Miami, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't know what this door does or where it leads to, but I'm you here. You was probably, at the, Hope was at this, in this Cribs. I was not there. Bro. He was definitely I know, I heard you about to get your joke off. I was not there. I was nowhere near that house. I was nowhere near Miami. I don't know why you always think I'm joking. Time. I just assume you'd be there. No, I wasn't there, Rory. No, okay. Definitely not. Uh, have you watched Dave on FX season two? Uh, I didn't Six see- episodes in. I didn't see, uh, I watched the first two episodes. Uh, one of my favorite shows, man. No, it's, it's fucking yeah, phenomenal. It's, it's, it's one of my favorite it's really shows. 
Uh, I started following him on Instagram. I didn't even know he had Instagram. I don't know if I'm that invested in Little Dicky. No, I'm in, I'm that invested. I'm Paul, that invested. Paul, I mean, if you're pausing me for me packing, I'm pausing you for being invested in Little Dicky. But <laughs> yeah, that was nasty. That was disgusting. <laughs> and I think I tripled on the I'm invested. Right? I said it three times. You yeah, doubled. Who, I tried to give you a way out. Yeah, too. Who am I becoming? <laughs> this is disgusting. Get a hold of yourself. Uh, but now nah, the the show is fucking great. Um, I, I'm never gonna. Well, yes, I am the guy that says you can. It's hard to top your first album. Season one was incredible yeah season two is good so far I'm, it's it's definitely well, the one thing i do notice is the, to my the, expectations the budget is definitely bigger oh for sure but season it's like the budget i'm like okay you can you see where the money went for sure but no it's it's a, a phenomenal show it's amazing writing i i can't speak enough on 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 the dave show it just makes me want atlanta to come back to yeah atlanta was another show that i think uh not enough people paid attention to when it was um, when it debuted. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people paid it. Enough people paid attention to Atlanta. Was it the episode one of Dave when, and I don't want to spoil things, but it's been out for a minute, so fuck y'all. The K-pop episode, was that episode one? On the first season? No, second season. The Korean pop shit? Uh, Maybe it was the second episode. I think it was the second. Well, the K-pop artist, her stunt devil jumps off the building. It may have been no, it may have been the first. It may have been the first. Part of me, and this is gonna make me sound really sick, I thought she did kill herself and I was like, oh, this is about to be the greatest season of all time. If on FX people are offing themselves from buildings. <laughs> I was mad when that's how sick I am. When she hit the we realized it was a pad yeah. and that wasn't even her. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh damn. <laughs> I thought I thought Dave was look taking it you, there. <laughs> look at what you get upset about. No, Dave is not being that uh dark. I did like that uh, Andrew uh, Santino, is that his last name? He's a really funny comedian. I like his stand-up. I like his podcast, too. Uh, Andrew Santino finally talked about the plight of redheads. Um, you mm. guys just don't really understand like what that was like to grow up as a pale-skinned redhead kid. It was like, it was a bully. It was the fucking bull to the red yeah. thing. Yeah. But you know how it is. All you got to do is punch one bully in the, in the nose one time. Oh, I mean. That ends everything. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm trying a, to tell that, these young kids. I'm that's like, just punch one that's kid in the face. My my dad told me that at a young age, and I tried it, and I still got beat up. But at least, <laughs> but it's a different beat up though. Like they're not. Oh, for sure. Like now they're yeah, like, yeah, oh, they he'll fight back. Yeah, like now they're yeah. like, no, he'll fight back. Like you got to really fuck him up. But I will say, I I did always kind of like, I hated being a redhead growing up because, like, jokes aside, that is like the number one. Let's go pick on him thing. Yeah. In retrospect, I kind of appreciate it now because that's the only thing they focused on. Like in those like roasting sessions of like, yeah. it would just go right to the most stereotypical redhead jokes. Mm-hmm. And like, I was all right and kind of funny and could snap a little bit. They only just went to like the really, they never like really dissected me. They didn't really yeah, break yeah. you down. They just stayed at the redhead shit. Like oh, it so could have got, it could have got nastier for me. See, that's interesting. Cause <laughs> so we, there are more similarities in our culture. And as a redhead growing up, they went to that. Yeah. As a black kid growing up, if something was missing, they went to that. It was just us. It was like, yo. You be stealing shit. Your mom's just broke. It's like it always went to like financial. Like it's like fam. It's more to yeah. me than just like, like, like there's other things you could joke on. Like you could stop talking about my financial troubles. Like, but as you got older, that kind of separated the snappers from the like yeah, when they started yeah. getting into other shit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when they started dissecting your ankles, it was like, all right, fam, I'm, yeah. I'm I can't wear ankle socks yeah. anymore. But that was the thing. Like I tell people all the time. Like you, you learned how to dress from getting snapped on. 
I, to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like on my blog, it was literally like everybody would be on like the far corner. Like everybody would come from all the buildings and it would just stand on one corner. And so my building, when I used to come out the building, I used to have to walk to the right to the corner. And literally, I'm talking about from the time you lock eyes with the homies on the corner, you could tell if your fit was trash or not. Mm -hmm. Because if niggas just fall out and start laughing and I'm the only one walking towards the corner. Especially if you're walking with confidence. That's like, yo, come on. I thought this was it, fellas. Like, and then they just kill you for it. And then you can't go change because it makes it worse. Or when you try to avoid, because you know how you look and you try to avoid where you know people are going to be. You still run into them. And and then they go run to where everyone is to let everyone know how they saw you. Oh, my God. And nothing is worse than walking up to your friends while they're laughing about your outfit and you trying to give them dap and say what's up. Like everyone's on the floor laughing. They don't want to shake your hand right now. They don't want to give you dap. What are you wearing? I'm like, fam, I got on the new J's. These are new. None of y'all have these. Yeah, but you, but maybe I didn't go all the way with the lay like I should have, but y'all don't because that was the thing. As long as you had the the, the current sneakers on, but you could have one. We wore gap jeans. That was the jeans when I was, you know, yeah, in high but school. Like, Tommy there, there would be dudes that would have the new Jordans, but they would lace them too fucking tight and the edges yeah, would touch. Sauce. You lay them with some corduroys yeah, yeah, and it's it was like, sauce. all right, fam, it was I don't care sauce. that you That's have how the new you shoes. Sauce, though. <laughs> That's how you had to learn. You had to get snapped on. You had to, your friends had to laugh at you and tell you you look ridiculous. And then you learn next time when you, when you put your outfit out on the bed, like, nah, they're going to laugh at this one. And, uh, but also that's when like, they really found out if you came from a poor family, because you would come with like the new sneakers week one of like school. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like Christmas would come around, and you were still wearing the same. Yeah, it's like oh, you didn't get the oh, you didn't. So get even the if you one. got the compliment, yeah. like on the first day of school, they were still watching you to they see how consistent you were. Yeah, you got to be consistent. Yo, like that's right, how man. that's how sick teenage boys are. Mm-hmm. Like they will sit and wait on the roast for six. They'll be patient. Absolutely, they'll have, like, that's part of being like, nah, a great. He, he look all right. That's cool. Now I'll yeah. give him his props. Let now. me see. Let six me see. months. <laughs> Let me see if you're gonna be consistent though. And but that was part of it. Like those are the things to me that made you who you are like those are important times in growing up you had to get snapped on by your friends it was mm-hmm. part of growing up man and and it started to let you know what you're comfortable with like fam, you think i'm wearing striped gray pants right now right if that didn't come from me getting roasted exactly like, i'm confident in wearing these you have know to. what i could do with you them. have to only because i've been killed forever exactly <laughs> These, these, like I know who I am now. I yeah. know how to pull shit off. But now I don't even know if 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 kids really go through that anymore now. Because every all these young cats is wearing Balenciaga. Like these niggas be wearing eight hundred dollar jeans. Man. I don't feel for the kids. I feel for their parents. Shit, the parents yeah, is the something. Sne- they getting it from somewhere. The sneakers I wanted, granted, were expensive for my mom, but I was never asking for no designer shit. But sneakers weren't even as expensive back when Period. I was in high school. Yeah. Like Jordans was maybe the most expensive at like a hundred. I was about to say like one hundred and ten, maybe. Yeah, like yeah. maybe at that, and that was like you know, th- this is it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You can get everything else, but you get one pair of these. But uh, you know, I don't know these 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 cats now. They they wearing eight hundred dollar Chanel sneakers to school. Yeah, and they're roasting each other online, so it don't count to me. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> it just doesn't. It doesn't yeah, count nah. to me. Yeah, it doesn't because nah. you don't even know how far that could go to like a. Uh, and you gotta hear the joke. With your friend. You yeah. can't read the joke. You gotta hear it. There has to be delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I miss delivery. Um, BMF show, uh, executive produced by Fifty, September twenty sixth on Stars. Okay. Trailer looked crazy. Looked like it was shot, like for real, for real. This the, is the BMF one. I, mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't. BMF see. show. Uh, yeah, it's got um, like it looks like the same. They use the same lenses as Snowfall, like. The shit is shot really well. It looks like a movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm really excited for this. 
50 hasn't missed on stars. 50 hasn't missed with a show in a no, really long is, time. He's, he's, he's dominating the, the television game right now. And I like it because, you know, it's an, it's an extension of storytelling through hip-hop, through rap. And he's just taking stories that are important to our culture and just, you know, putting them on the screen so that people can receive it in, 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 in a different way. What's, um, has there been a latest on, uh, on Meech's status? Is I haven't heard anything in a, in a long time. No, but he should be coming home soon. I, th- I thought so. Yeah, he should be, should be, he should be coming home soon because he's been, he's been away for a, f- a lot of years. So, that, and what, what did he get, years, 20 years? I think he got somewhere around there. Can yeah. you look up Meech's, uh, what Meech's sentence was? Because I feel like he should be coming out, coming home soon. Let's, let's, let's quickly look at this. All right, he got 30. Oh, in May 2020, oh, yeah. Big Meech asked to leave federal prison 11 years early. He was rejected, appealed the decision, and was again rejected. The brothers were both arrested in 2005. 2008, both were sentenced to 30 years in federal prison. Okay. So 30 years in 2008. Uh, yeah, that's a... He's close to half done. I mean, if he has more appeals, we'll see. Because mm-hmm. I know there was some weird Fugazi shit in that trial where they kind of had a real reason to appeal on what was going on. But Nonetheless, uh, a legend of our culture, um, you know, one of the biggest figures in our culture. And um, again, shout out to 50 for putting this story together and putting it on the screen so people can see it. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I, again, I want to put out false facts, but I was, I'm under the impression that Meech's son was heavily involved with 50 and putting this together, which I, I, think I respect is, that. I love that. I respect that. I, I remember them talking early when 50 was tra- was pitching this to stars and that entire thing. I don't know what the status is now, but I know early that Meech's son um, was involved. So I, I think that's, that's great that his family can be part of, you know, a, a situation that did turn out a bit tragic. So yeah, but that's, that's all I got. You got anything else? Um, nah, man. Uh, no, I don't have anything else. Uh, nah. Oh, uh, oh, sports. Cash dolls in it, as she should be. Detroit story. Dope. I didn't see. I didn't know that. Okay. You should have. Should have. You're right. <laughs> she ain't even called me. She ain't even called me and told me she was shooting this. You I mean, NDAs. You know how those go. <laughs> Can't even tell him like nah, <laughs> nah. Can't even tell him what I'm doing. I'm not, nah, I'm not doing that. They tracking the iMessage. Um, something else. You were saying sports series tied two to two as we're recording this. Oh yeah, man. I, I'm that a little, that, I, that changed a yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm a little. I'm a little. I'm a little scared now, man. <laughs> Me too. For, for Chris Paul, man, it's gonna break my heart if Chris don't get it this year, man. It's gonna break my heart. I'm rooting for them. I think they. I think they're still gonna win it. I think. I think Milwaukee did what they were supposed to do. They went home and. They they protected home court and um they won both games, but the ref the, the 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 and I don't like to I'm not one of those guys that watch sports and blames the refs, but the refs do have a significant amount of influence on the game, and um the refs just need to be more consistent. That's all. I'm not going to nitpick and say, but game four. It down this, you know, the, the, towards the end of the game, it just was a little too inconsistent for me with the mm. calls. Um, they missed a lot of calls, the, the out of bounds off of Devin Booker when it wasn't even out of bounds yeah. off of him. But then they gave it back because they could have called him for a six foul and he didn't. 
But it's just like those yeah. things to me, you know, it 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 it, it goes, it, it just sways the game in a different way, man. So and I get it. They on the court, they have to call things in real time as it's happening. That's not easy to do. But I mean, you you gotta it, we gotta do something. It has to be a little more consistent. But I think it's a great finals. I'm not mad. I, I did have the Suns in four. Mm. Um, but I you know, at, looking at at the series now, I'm not mad at seeing seven games of this. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, Yeah, I'm this close, seven. this exciting. I'm not mad at it. I think it's a lot of lot of uh good players on the floor. It's it's, it's fun basketball. I'm not mad at it. I still I still have the Suns winning though. I think I think Chris Paul and Devin Booker just they might be a little too much in a seven game series. You think Suns in seven? If it goes seven, yeah, Suns in seven. Okay. Yeah, I still got the. I Suns think winning. I think it'll go seven. Yeah, I still got the Suns winning it, and Game Seven would be in Phoenix. So, yeah, you I, know. off these last two games, I can't really see one of these teams winning two in a row right now. Yeah, it was again, man. I the Suns just, you know, I I think they when they won those first two games, I think they may have felt like Milwaukee was just gonna lay down mm. and just give up I and mean, just kind of like we down two zero and whatever, but. I think I think I think Phoenix I think they have enough to to figure this shit out going back going back home getting a win in game five. Right. Yeah. Any uh Knicks insider information? We getting a point guard? Like can can you Nah, can you I don't us, know, man. I haven't anything? I haven't spoken to Julius and not not like he would tell me. Not like I would ask. I wouldn't even ask yeah. him what they're doing. Um but um no, nah, I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the Knicks are gonna do. They they do need a point guard. They do need a point guard, but um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what get, the Knicks get, get in the front office, man. They need me in the front office, the Knicks. I, I, oh I no, I'm just saying, around. go go to the front. Like, oh, just as, stand just in front as of you. Just go stand in front of the office stand and start yelling and start yelling shit. <laughs> <laughs> you. We fuck, need a we point need a, guard. We need a point guard in this fucking building. <laughs> yeah. I'm walking around. I don't see a point anywhere. Yeah, man. I don't know. The Knicks, hopefully they 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 get one, though, because they they got exposed in that series against Atlanta. I feel like they should have beat Atlanta. I still do. Well, I think a lot of people didn't realize Atlanta was for real the way they was for real in this no, playoff I knew, series. I knew, they were, I knew Atlanta was for real, but I, you know, I just felt like the Knicks just, they played so much better in the regular season, and, you know, Trey Young was just, again, they got exposed at the point guard spot. They was asking D-Rose a a little bit too much to to do and carry too much of the load. Julius didn't play, you know, as as well as he could have. But um, they'll be back. They'll be back next year. I think the I think the yeah. Knicks are, are going to be a a consistent playoff team. Yeah, I hear that. Well, what you got planned for? Oh, Atlanta. I'll, I'll be in Atlanta LA. right now. I, I think I, I'm gonna meet I you in be, LA. I think, I think, yeah, we should we should do something. I think we going we could get some get some, some shit done in LA. I'll, I'll be hiding in Atlanta. It's it's too wild out there for me, Atlanta. So, yeah, I'll, I'll be. I I'll, love Atlanta. I'll be studio to to hotel. Oh, I love Atlanta too. Yeah, I just I just know when I'm out there alone, mm-hmm. it's probably better to just work. go to the studio and go work. to the hotel. Just work. I'm not, I'm not you gotta I'm, leave. It's to eat and <laughs> right back yeah. to work, man. So I'll be laying low. I'll, I'll be at Jr. Crickets maybe take out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna meet you in L.A. We get some work done, man. Enjoy some some good weather. Um, I don't know. Maybe hit hit a few parties. You know, we shall man. see. See, you got your you got your good cut. You got to go out when you got the good cut. I guess. And knock on wood, I don't feel sick. And last time we were in LA, I was yeah, I think physically dying. Yeah. So maybe yeah. I'll actually go outside this, this time. Is, this is your rematch. <laughs> this is you get to get to fight LA again. I yeah. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and hopefully I don't McGregor my ankle. Right. But <laughs> like that's that's a, I'm sorry. It's my Irish brethren. I pray How does it, it feel about that? Uh I think he might be done, man. I think he thinks he might be done. Yeah. Prior to this fight too. I think I think he's done. I think McGregor uh I think he that that injury one, I don't think that his uh his main focus is is fighting anymore. I don't think it has been for a little while now. Yeah, I think that fire that fire that he had climbing, you know, to success, I think, you know, once you attain it, it's hard to keep that same hunger because now you've reached your your goals. And I mean, of course you can keep setting goals, but just looking at McGregor the last few fights, he doesn't look like he's uh he's all the way there. Yeah. It looked like he's kinda like he expects to just walk in the ring and that cats are just gonna lay down and I but mean, that's not how they they, fighters, they he has a target. They don't like them. Fighters are running backs. Like to see a fighter have longevity is a rare fucking thing, dog. Like mm-hmm. even the greatest, you got a couple years in you. Like yeah, it's no, such sure. it's too violent. For like, sure. Running for sure. backs, the greatest running backs, like yeah. oh, they don't have the longest seat. It's it's the most violent fucking position. Like right. you're just grabbing a, a ball and running into larger dudes. Mm-hmm. Boxing MMA, you just getting your fucking head kicked in. How yeah. long can you really do it? Yeah, it might it might be over for Connor, but he's he's a legend. Oh, my, without but uh, without, without a question. doubt, he's a legend. So, but and that was that was be. that was not. He was losing that, and don't you know he was losing that fight before the, the injury. Mm. He was getting his ass kicked. So it's not even. I'm not even looking thinking about the injury. Just looking at the fight before the injury, it was just like he's just not there. He's yeah. not there. So I think it might be time for him to hang it up and just get into the promotion side. Or Which go fight one say. of the was, go yeah. fight one of the Paul brothers. Why not? It's a bag. Dog. If we're talking about listen, and you know I'm more of a boxing fan than I am any type of mixed martial arts. If the Paul brothers step into an MMA ring. No, no, that no, is no, gonna no, be no, the no, bloodiest. No, 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 no. If somebody you, you can't, could fucking no. flying no, 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 knee no, no, them. No, 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 you can't you can't step into that. <laughs> you can't fake MMA. No. McGregor would be you stepping could fake in boxing. Yeah, McGregor would be stepping into a boxing ring. Okay. No. They would never be stepping I into thought you a, was talking MMA. No, fuck no. No. I, the those the Paul brothers know not to they know not to do that. <laughs> I would hope so. No, that's a whole different that's a whole different thing. No, no, no. That's why I never believed that Mayweather was a, gonna go into the MMA shit. I'm no, like, he granted, was not. Mayweather, no. greatest fighter. Yeah, I could argue no. of all time. You don't. He play knows with that. not to you don't, go. You don't play with that. That's you, like getting a tattoo when you're 40. Yeah, like, yeah, don't like, go into. Don't do that. <laughs> just don't do it. It's some, certain things you just should not do. You should not play around with the UFC ring. Don't do that. Yo, I'd be in the boxing gym watching the mixed martial arts guys. That's it's a, just it's, different. It's, it's, it's just it's different. different. It's different. It's just different. Leave those guys alone. Like I have my shoes on. Yeah. They my don't. shoes are on. Yeah, when yeah, I'm no, no, no. They just different. <laughs> it's leave that shit alone. You cannot fuck around with UFC that MMA shit. Leave that shit alone. Dog, if you're at the dojo and somebody take their shoes off, just it ain't your time, man. You, you know, I'm thinking it's a sign of respect. Don't you? Ain't you supposed to take your shoes off at the dojo? At World Boxing Gym, it's a little different if you have your shoes off. Yeah, no. First of all, any man <laughs> takes his shoes off before he fights you. That's Imagine what you I'm in the street saying. fighting a dude that's be like, hold saying. up, let me take my. You're not fighting a dude that's no. barefoot. Never. No. No, but that's we should table that. I like that we keep tabling conversations, getting back to them. UFC. We we got to get into just MMA? the mixed the mixed martial art guy at the bar. You shouldn't get into the mixed martial. Leave him alone. You don't really know him. The you ears, don't know him. The ears, Chico. They never Bro, lie. I, I no, just I don't fight anymore. <laughs> that's the thing. Like I just don't know who is who. Yeah, me neither. See, I I pay, I pay for dinners. I like yeah. listen. 
it's different. I you can tell like how someone walks sometimes or their mannerisms. They have a gun. Yeah, I can still see that. I still have that. Yeah, I I don't know who does MMA anymore. It's impossible to spot them. The out. cauliflower ears <laughs> usually give it away, but sometimes they don't have that and no. still know that type of shit. Listen, Just bro. show love to everybody. Yo, it's, keep it it's there. love. It's love, love what, and yo, respect. What, yo, what you drinking? Yeah, see, <laughs> there you go. Love and respect, man. All right, man. Cool episode. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, actually, we have some cool shit dropping next week. Yeah, we have some some guest based things dropping next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'm excited to, to put out. Um, some more sketch shit coming out. I, I don't even need to, I don't even want to do the surprise shit anymore because we want to stay consistent with this, try to keep yeah. ourselves honest. We working, man. We got Con- some Constantly we got some shit put coming. out um, some different type of shit. The response was great. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you did a great job. Thank you, man. You did as well. Um, yeah, I mean, we just got, we got, um, we don't want to give away too much, but we got, yeah. we got more shit coming. And I'm, I'm starting to really, really tap into the sick individual I am mm-hmm. with writing. As you should. Use no, that. I'm, like I'm I'm discovering new things about myself yeah. that terrify me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. See, I don't even want to know where you're going with it. But the one skit that we're working on now is gonna be hilarious. Super I funny. started writing some of that shit as well. Super funny. But yeah, I I just realized that when no one understood that I the first two jokes in that sketch, one was about hilarious. people jumping off <laughs> jumping onto the tracks to kill mm-hmm. themselves. And then the second one blaming 9-11 on gentrification. I was like, All right. Maybe gold. I should keep some of this sick shit to myself. It was gold. It was comedy gold. Man. I loved it. I loved it. But yeah. I think, right, we, well, think we have another another crew coming in. So we'll holler at the, we'll holler at the people next week. Be safe. We'll be in LA. Um Be around. Doing whatever we're doing in LA. Catch me at Saddle Ranch. Peace. No warrior man.